hot mics. We got hot mics. Everybody under, understand that? We got hot mics. And hot brews. We got hot mics. And hot brews. <laughs> okay, boys. Mics are hot. Hey, Jeremy, hmm. might want to pull the resi through the... It's kind of it's kind of squished. I would pull it up to the front. The yeah. Back, you know, resi management. Run it in the front. <laughs> yeah, that's Run it look. in the front. If you want it to pack, you run it in the front. Also, phones on airplane mode. If they ring, nobody cares. Also, so if they're not, no biggie. Take a couple calls during this. Yeah. I got a Zoom meeting about halfway through the <laughs> take. I got a DocuSign. You're listening to Alpha. You are listening to Alpha. Who that? Who dare? All right, welcome back to Bombhole Live, formerly known as ABU. We're calling it uh, Bombhole Live. We got a great show today. We're going to talk X Games, break it all down. We got a ton of voicemails from all you guys. We got Zeb Powell calling in. We got Austin Sweeten calling in to break to uh, bake break down the Baker Bank slalom. And of course, we got BNN Buds's News Network. It's a real treat. But in studio today, we have Nick Baden, Jeremy Jones, and Fat Gabe. How are we doing, boys? Pretty good. Fantastic. Amazing. PFAT. PFAT, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to overlap you there. Stony Buds, how you doing? So good, my dog. Woo. He's got the sunglasses on. He's feeling it today. Uh, how was the powder today, boys? That was good. Uh, it was all right. You know, <laughs> we're in Utah, so snow's a little light, so you're kind of just riding what's on the bottom, but yeah, it was fun. He's used to that top three inches. Mm. Little, <laughs> little dust you on get, top of crust. You get three feet of snow, but you're still only riding three, four inches, no matter what's going <laughs> oh, on. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty uh, good. Any highlights? Know, there was, like, almost a foot of snow, probably. There's mad highlights. We got Mike Boggs was going insane out there. Um, Parker Zumowski, Karate. Got to see Germ today. That was epic. Sage. That's the squad. Yeah. So Boggs Airlines was uh, logging some Sky Miles? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That seems okay. like a reoccurring occurrence. Kid's a good look. Up there, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid's a good look. He's not stopping this year. Jones, what did you get into today? Uh, just kind of get back on normal schedule. Had surgery a month ago, so back in the gym this morning, little office work, and then I ended up at the doctor for a few hours, checking up on my leg, x-ray, x-ray and again, making How's sure it it's straight. Straight as an arrow. That thing was looking like a banana for a hot second. It was definitely a banana, but we're back to kind of arrow mode and looking good. (laughs) I love that. It's going to be a fun show today, guys. We're going to start it off with some voicemails. Here we go. Thanks, everybody that called in and left a voicemail. Here's the first one. Hey, Bob, guys. This is Patrick from North Lake Tahoe. Uh, My friend is so curious. He's a lifelong skier. He's been dabbling on the board. Um... The question is, what are the top three reasons you should just lose the plank and switch to the board? All right. Thanks, guys. Looks way cooler. Looks cooler. Reason number one looks cooler. Okay. More fun. I got one. Uh, less stuff to carry. You ever, like, carrying a snowboard is just one item. Skis, you got, you got two poles, two skis. God forbid you got a helmet you got to carry around. And, you know, it's a, it's a garage sale. They call yeah, that. It's a garage sale. Jones, How many I, reasons was it? I mean, we're going to start with three, but we can we can keep going. I mean, it looks cooler, I think, works, right? Mm-hmm. Three. Three. It just looks <laughs> just better, right dude. Better. <laughs> looks way better. <laughs> looks better. If you like standing yeah. sideways, it's 100% better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you don't, it just looks better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Ski boots. Ski boots. Oh, there the you, bear go. Trap. Yeah. you can just yeah. stop there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our producer, Seth, is actually a skier. How are you feeling? Oh. Do you feel... <laughs> Forgot about that. Are you feeling attacked? I'm agreeing with you guys. I, I thought he was more of a snow. Don't feel attacked. <laughs> it's not you that doesn't look good. You snowmobile too, right? snowboarding and skiing. Do it all. Do it all. He does it all. Yeah, see? Solid. You can't look cool in those boots no matter how you walk either. You're done. There's some stuff. I, I can watch somebody go crazy on like a like a half pipe and skis, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of... But like sometimes I watch people just like wiggling down powder, and I'm just like, that just doesn't... Yeah, this is where good. I really noticed it, though, in the X Games this year. I know we're going to get into that, but yep. that was when I said it. I commented to my wife, and I was watching the skiing in the pipe, and it looked okay. Like, it looked good. Like, I was trying to give it some credit, and she's all, you're being really nice right now. And I'm like, am I? She said, yes. And I'm like, well, all right then. Don't you just think that snowboarding just looks better? Even when these guys do, girls, guys, do an insane run, just still doesn't look as good, does it? And she agreed with me, and she, she'll ski from time to time. She doesn't have, like, a bias to snowboarding necessarily, other than me, but I'd probably, like, make her like skiing more, maybe. I got a couple positive things. They go really fast. That's mm-hmm. cool. Lots of control. Love to watch them do, like, 100-foot air to their back of a cliff. Oh, like, that is There's really nothing cool. more entertaining than that. That's cool. They can also get sacked, too. Yeah, they can get we sacked. Really I mean, get sacked. Yeah. Dude, there's some dope ass skiers that board though and hold it down, and mm-hmm. some they do Max. just like there's some skiers that fucking just like go big and send yeah. in. You gotta straight have up, mad straight respect. up. Yeah, top three skiers aboard: Jossie Wells, mm-hmm. mm, Sammy Carlson, Sammy Jackson Co- Wells, Jackson, Jackson Wells, Lucas Walks. What about the K two dude? What's his name? Oh, Pettit. Pettit. Yeah, I think Pettit is number one probably. And Harlow, I'm a fan. I don't even know if he boards. He did but a double board. That dude might as well board dude, to me. Dude, Henrik <laughs> Harlow did a, a back ten double, and he grabbed like Newt outside the knee, outside the boot, <laughs> like mute back ten double cork. Like went snowboarding for the first time. And did See if you can just run it like that, it plays. Mm-hmm. Like that dude just makes yeah. it kind of go, and you can't well, why really you fault just anything at that point. And just like do yourself a favor. Yeah, I get. I guess just because you because he can pull it off, maybe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's cashing checks. What about poles? You guys think you'd ski with poles or no poles? I think it looks better with poles. Yeah, you gotta go. As much as much as it's just more things, I agree with that. Poles in the pipe. Poles in the pipe. I just think poles always really. Poles is almost like more dangerous. You like land and like hit your face on your pole. You're smoked. You'd go poles in the street too. I don't know. I got hard enough time grabbing with all five fingers. That's Imagine you got, you're holding. What do you got? You got one finger to grab. You got two. Yeah, you can work? stub your finger, yeah, the the edge and the pole, and, mm-hmm. and right. maybe we're, a wall kinda, or a rail. And we kind of gave skiing. We got to get off. Yeah, let's keep it moving. We we actually got to give a shout out to Send It Syndicate. Sent us twenty dollars. Dang. So they're stoked watching from Sweden. Appreciate you guys. Super chat. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into question number two. Here we go. Hey, boys. Hope it's great out there in the Salty Lake. What's your go-to guinea pig trick? Thanks. Mm. Back good, good question. <laughs> back three. three yeah. or back three? Back three, front three. Straight yeah. air? I'm kind of down for a straight air, too. Yeah, I think threes. Threes are a little more guinea than straight. If I'm too scared, I'll go mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And then a rail would be a back fifth. 
I'd say like a bounce off the knuckle for me, probably like a short track, like a front three to short track to bounce off the knuckle. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, that's usually classic. <laughs> Smack the knuckle, cartwheel. Depends on what it is. I mean, front three on a wedge, probably like cab five on a step down. Cap five, yeah, basically cap a back five three. step yeah. down. Yeah, four kind of fist commission in the streets for you, Chris. Hard way, four fist ping, talk on the rail. Yeah, that's, how we, that's how we do it. All as right, as much as possible. Good stuff. All right, well, I think it's time to talk X Games. Um, first clip we have is it wasn't even the comp- competition, it wasn't in the competition, no, <laughs> but we have Zeb Powell doing a crazy. Did I send you that, Seth? I got that. All right, I'm gonna call Zeb because he's gonna break down the trick. <laughs> Let me see if I'm actually seeing that. Oh, I'm not even connected. You know what? Let's break down a couple other clips. Let's come back to it. Let's go back to that. We're a bit of a junk show. Rippy flip to back one. Started yeah. off, mm-hmm. let's, let's start off with women's big air. We got Iwabuchi put it down. She did a back 12 and also a cab triple. First triple landed a competition. How about that goggle sag? Everything's sag. Everything's sag is on Looking point. Looking good out yeah, there. Steve mm-hmm. is, Steve is nice. The triple cork was so good, yeah. That was gas. Hands up. Flipper flipper cork? Oh, yeah. She came in for Rockstar Heavy for us. Yeah, she did. That's what's up, huh? Oh, is that what's up? You guys throw it out there. That's what's up. That's big up. That was boss. That whole comp was boss. Yeah. That was super boss, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they kind of were. A lot of it is more swag than the guys at the moment. It's it was pretty like, swag out there for the ladies, I gotta admit. Yeah. It's more relatable for myself. I could like watch any of them, like Zoe's Switchback 12. It's like, fuck, I should, I wanna try that. Oh, that's interesting. Still watch, not relatable still not for me, but. <laughs> well, yeah, still. I, but I not, get what you're saying. I'm that's not that sick. close, but it's like, damn, maybe I should fucking try that. Maybe like, I should. You, you watch the, you watch the guy's is, shit, you're like, I'm not gonna do any of that. Hell no. Yeah. No, it was crazy. That was good. That was awesome, and you know what about Lori? Lori Blue still not relatable. Oh, she threw the she threw that triple too, right? But I get what you're saying. I'm not that close, but it's like Tim. Maybe I should fucking try that. Maybe I should. You watch you watch the guy's shit. You're like, I'm not gonna do anything. But who is talking? Yeah, no, it was crazy. That was good. That was awesome, and you know we gotta bring up Lori Blue still not relatable. Oh, she threw the she threw that triple too, right? But I get what you're saying. I'm not that. It's all good. I had to turn my Bluetooth off. <laughs> we're just trying to keep, make sure you guys are listening. Sorry, we're you know? having issues there. Give me one sec. We're I think we're back s- on now. So, so you guys just take... Sit tight. Well, I got to do some tech stuff. That was confusing. Talk about Lori Blue Ant for a second, because she guineaed the triple. She guineaed and, and kind of got robbed. Mm-hmm. What did it took her a couple of times? How many times did I she think got I think it? she did it third, yeah. Was, yeah. But the first... Did she slam maybe on the first? On the first one, I think. I don't know. But it is... It wasn't not bad. Super bad. The one though. she yeah. did was... Butter though, Fun. yeah, it yeah. is. It's harsh. It's gotta be harsh trying that shit because you know the first time you try it, you're like, I'm gonna land this shit. I want to you land better. This yeah, shit. you don't like. Then you gotta go. Again. Two times later, you're like, fuck, I gotta do with this shit. Again. I know. And then getting snuck in in yeah. between someone else yeah. putting it down, mm-hmm. that's rough. And then still to clean it though. Yeah, yeah fire. Big, big fire. Props All right, on that. pull up Zeb's clip. I think we got Zeb on the line. Let's see, Zeblon, you there? I'm here. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, yeah. We got some technical difficulty here. We're uh, we're breaking down the Rippy Flip Rewind. A lot of arguing of what this trick was here. So, break it down for us. What happened? Uh, my first time dropping it with that big ass board. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. 
This is FP. No. This is the first time trying, I was like, okay, let's do this. As I drop one, and it's like, do it. And then I like, open up to like, like, and my weights just, or like, my, I just started spinning the other way, kind of. And that was like the only way I really could land. So I went with it. And then I landed and run away. And I was like, wait a second. I, don't, I, wasn't, I hadn't really processed it yet. I was just like, wait a second. I like went back one, not like front one. That wasn't nine. I, I'm still just kind of like chilling. And then I look at the clip and I'm like, holy shit. I did a whole ass like back one after <laughs> I did front seven. Dude. Yeah, it was like a full front seven. So that. So, so it's Rippy seven. Is that a one and only? That is the one and only, only done at once. The one and done. Tried it again during the runs. Did not work. Damn. That's hmm. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm my Close thing state. is I'm calling that thing a 540 because you go rippy flip seven, and then you bring it back. So then you're going. You're technically yeah. it's a rippy mm -hmm. flip five, right? It's a rippy flip back late back one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you'd go five. You a rope five forty would be your end rotation. Yeah, hey, Seth. I yeah. think the audio is super loud mm -hmm. on the Zeb clip. Got it. Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm film, it sounds I'm like the board like, controlled the trick, almost. The like, board. Like and that was my theory too. Yeah, you like caught my end, huh? Like a sail. Yeah, you're sailing out there. <laughs> you're sailing out there. Well, son. like damn sailing out there. I think the board, the, no, the nose has so much had so much swing weight. Hmm. When I tried to land it, it like redirected like where I was gonna like land or like where I was. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. All I can think of is a board and the swing weight really. All around is some crazy ass yeah. impressive shit. For so you, sure. you'd yeah, say that awesome. that trick is kind of like the plan is there is no plan type of situation. The plan is there is no plan. That's like if you could button mash on a game, that's what that trick was. Button mash. <laughs> button mash. That's kind of no, how but you that's run common your game for out you, there, right? Yeah, it's kind of like flow state. You just run it, and you have confidence in that. So I think it's a little little more calculated button mash. I get your get you though. Quick question, Zeb. When we were in Mammoth, you were describing snowboarding like water. Do you want to elaborate on that? As what? Like water, like like flowing like water. Oh, man, I don't even. I was in a flow state when I was saying that. I don't know. If been <laughs> flowing like water. Oh, amazing. Well, that was some flow state, Zeb. Yeah, Zeb. Yeah, no doubt. Big ups, homie. Well, thanks for breaking down that trick, trick for us. We got a bunch more X Games stuff to talk, but we appreciate you taking the time. Hell yeah. Are you guys getting to that dusty clip? Oh, we really look like this next tricky. Yeah, throw that thing. Uh, uh, which one? No, we're getting the one where he almost kills his brother. We got dude, sleepers. Oh, oh, that's crazy. Pull up DH sleepers. I think it's labeled uh, dusty almost kills his bro. Oh, yeah. Hip <laughs> oh. check. Putting his life that thing wild. He still almost puts it down. Yeah, dude. Hip check. I saw this real life. I think that was my favorite thing to see, actually, honestly. Question, how fast you going at that nuck? He threw even threw that into rewind after that. Like he's late rewind. Uh, he's probably rewind. going he's, he was going really fast for that one. Because he ollies so early, he's gotta make it over the knuckle. So my guess is he's going pretty 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 damn fast for that That's one. I mean, Bonds, Bonds, Bonds was saying that maybe you guys go just as fast as they go for the jump. <laughs> I definitely was. I was going too fast. I was going to the very bottom and missed my tricks. Mm -hmm. Well, Zeb, appreciate taking the call. We, we're going to talk some more clips. Uh, and thanks for breaking down that rippy rewind, a.k.a. the button masher.
Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, okay. Zeb. Right Appreciate yeah, you, Zeb. bro. I'll see you next weekend at uh, in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Heavy metal. Okay. See you there, bro. Hope you win. Peace. Peace. All right. Kid. We He's mute awesome. That. He rips. Good kid. Good kid right there. Good mm-hmm. good people. Good kid. All right, let's keep, let's keep breaking down X Games here for the people here. So we had Women's Big Air. Obviously, uh, we talked to Iwabuchi, Triple Cork. Zoe went uh, back 12, switch back 12. Uh, Lori Bluin did the uh, cab. What do you call that? The triple? triple I don't under. know what the rotation triple is. Triple under. Yeah, triple under flip. No and then rotation. Let's talk Men's Big Air. Because we got Cleveland Steamer. He did the Nolly Todio 14 and a backside 19. And then you had, you know, he was going against Takaru. He did the front side quad fully dipped. Mm-hmm. What, how are we feeling about these, boys? Did Marcus Cleveland fall the whole contest? <laughs> the whole contest, never. I don't never. think so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so either. Oof. All I know, that, n- that whatever that thing is, Todio Triple, is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I kind of think they like uh, they gave him a little too much on it. I still think he won the contest. Too many points. But I think they like they scored that shit so high. So forty nine, I think. Out of they gave him like forty nine, and then homies are doing nineteens and getting like lower forty or like I don't know, just like not up there. I was like, damn. I feel like it's hard if they like. He definitely won the contest. That looks so. Here's dope. the thing that I think though, if if. The judges, the judges the record. Uh, that's knuckle huck clip. But the judges basically rewarding different tricks. I think is cool because it, it not just rewarding rotation. Whereas like the fact that Cleveland did this nolly Todio triple that is like so dangerous and it's different. I'm kind of proud of the judges for not rewarding one more rotation. But I. I think there's a good argument on both sides. And this might be some shit on its own because it's maybe judges like scoring someone against themselves. But I bet that Nolly triple shit was easier for him than like probably some 19 stuff. And that's but just me thinking really about. But it looked no, way so cooler. It can't be like hard for one person just for the judges. No, like. no, for sure, for sure. I talked to Marcus because we raced go karts the other day, and he said that that he only have, has landed that Nolly triple todio or whatever quad todio uh one time and it was in practice and so that was that was his own that was his second time ever putting it down and he but he said it was like, scary as fuck he said that was I'm so sure much was scarier scary for him than a 19 okay that's crazy and I'm no one sure else has ever done it so it has to get that you just watch him do high. shit and it looks mad easy so you're like, I don't that's even a thing know if it's it looks mad easy i'm i'm stoked to hear him say that was hard because that that looks so scary. It looks terrifying to throw that nollie mm-hmm. off of that at that speed and just that loaded. Like, What do you think would happen if you tried that, Jones? I would definitely not have any idea or control of <laughs> stopping it at up. three. I mean, I not, might know where I was at, but I would be like, oh, there we go. That's four. We're still going. <laughs> or that's two. I don't do a hit soon. <laughs> <laughs> where do I hit? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that nollie is just a hard thing to control, I think. Harder than any sort of like spin off your normal ollie. Yeah, when you're flip- especially off your toes. He was doing like backside ones too, and kind of nollie. Kind of nollie. I think it might be yeah. easy. Like, I mean, I think once you find it, but like you said, it does it really matter if it's easier for one person versus no. another? Like, you don't see people spin off their nose like that very often. You yeah, see it, most people true. spin off their tail, normal ollie. So mm-hmm. he's definitely like stepped into a world where. 
people are now going to go kind of mess with that and see what yeah. they can do with it. I think he's just like you guys. Free. He definitely know. won the contest. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think so too. Just as just how on he was more than anything. Yeah, like, dude smooth. was just on. Mm-hmm. Looked good. Grabbing. The Grabbing a lot. I grabbing mean, a lot. Takaru shit is. Yeah, like we got really a Takaru ass. clip. Let's talk yeah. about that. Dude, so let's that's talk. the thing. Like, because like this. Oh, that's that's Marcus. We have Takaru. It should be. Did I not give you mislabeled? Yeah. Like, uh, Marcus did his, and then that's gnarly. But like, Takaru's, he's doing four flips, comes around blind. You're just hanging back. You're just hanging. And Marcus already had a forty nine at that point, so it's like, how are you? Not a lot of room to score it higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since they weren't spinning the ro- or scoring the spins, yeah, I can see him getting kind of pitted in that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about Takaru's trick and Marcus's cl- trick, the Todio and the the quad flippy do, mm-hmm. is that when <laughs> you, is that what we're calling it? That, well, I don't know the names <laughs> of this shit, but like when you're flipping, if it goes haywire, you're upside down. If you're spinning and it goes haywire, you can at least get your board under you. You know, mm-hmm. like Takaru, if he, he does three and a half, he lands on his side, yeah. which he's done before. Dude, yeah. he did that the year before at X Games. He tried that same trick and took them all to the side. And mm-hmm. then was like, that's dicey, dude. It's, it's gnarly so as fuck. Dicey. And then he does the same shit. Like, I think he bailed on two of them. Maybe one of them was kind of a hard bail. I can't re- really remember. But the fact that he did that shit was insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I feel like if you under rotate, it's so bad. They're, those guys are beasts. And then, uh, so yeah, obviously we have Cleveland Steamer, and then we have Takaru. Fuck, I can't even remember who got third. But we have, uh, let's talk about Men's Super Pipe because of the snow. We did get third. Did you, get, did you guys watch that? Yeah, I watched it. I, I watched, watched that. It. it sucks that they put it on the snow and these guys work so hard, and they can go 20 feet higher, and then you're watching, it's just like who's the tallest. Well, who's pump. got the weight? Yeah. Because well, they still went big, you know? Was playing at nine. So oh, they true. Had to get the half pipe contest <laughs> oh. at eight before it. Because it wasn't snowing on gravy, huh? It was icy for gravy. It, it was, was all good. icy for gravy. <laughs> Priorities, son. It was dumping for the pipe Icy gravy. Well, we got a pipe contest vet in here. What do you think about the snow contest, Gabe? Dude, I would have been straight bodied out there. <laughs> Probably going like five feet out. <laughs> if you see like a Yumu ride in that like that and he's like not going that big. He's if he's doing a 540. It's like the snow's mad slow. People are good at riding better when it's snowy. Like people that yeah. are fire just riding right <clears> on their edge. Scotty still did some crazy shit. But uh, I mean all the riding like back to this point of like everyone had to deal with the snow mm-hmm. in the dude. So it wasn't like one person had an advantage over yeah. another mm-hmm. other than can you, what trick set do you have when you have a slower pipe? And Scotty clearly had a dialed trick set. Yeah, I think he's just dialed. He's a little bigger. Maybe that does give him some, some shit, weight, but like maybe, maybe not. slower snow, I'd imagine, it, right? It was mad impressive to see him do that shit. It just sucks that, because if it was a fast pipe, it's just an overall better event, I think. Oh, yeah, like, agree with obviously. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if everyone's firing on all cylinders, yeah, you want to see show. a Yumu doing the triple, and you want to see Kaishu going massive, and you just want to see it all. You, know? you want to see the show for sure, for sure. And then yeah. for struggling, women's pipe was a good show, and then women's slope was electric. We had Zoe <laughs> and Tess battling it out. Tess did a boss ass back ten. Mm-hmm. I don't think boss. we have a clip, but it was fire. Tess is a boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a boss. Tess is a boss. Not afraid to bark. And then Zoe went ice water veins clutch again, yeah. as yeah. she does. Uh, and then for men's slope final, it came down to the last run. Mark McMorris 
He was absolutely clutch. I think we have his run here. And he pulled it. Yeah, he pulled it through and kind of set it down. He kind of set it down. I kind of think Red got a little gypped. Agree. I felt that way too. But uh, Sparky turns it on when it's time to turn it on. (laughs) Dude, like last run is just super dark out there. It is looking (laughs) so dark. This is like you guys hitting the jump in uh, Logan the other day. Same light pretty much. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Spark about. could probably film for Brown, you know, hit some shit. <laughs> hard. Well, Spark and Ika hang Brown out. Brown lights kind of both put it down yeah. in the dark. But yeah, that was insane. Oof. He's so Dude, good. Talk about Greece. a landing, huh? Mm-hmm. Like ready for the next. Yeah. You got to land perfect on that course, too, if you scrub it all. Was perfect. You're dust. Yeah, that was a fire. Flawless run. Yeah, that was a winning run, I'd uh, say. I want to know what's, what's going through his head at the top there, straight up. Like, what's, what's he thinking? I want to know where that ice water veins come from. He did from. them all pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, he did. He's probably just like, this is the one. Is it like yeah. this is where a lot I shine. going on in there? I don't know what's going Dude, on. Ca- I think this it is his space, and so it's like, this is right where he wants to be. A little bit of like pressure, kind of that Sean vibe where you've laid a good run down. You can just clean up a couple things, and Absolutely. you know you can. You went big on that one. He's got 22 medals. This is his spot. Oh, yeah, most winning at X good Games. Point. Athlete, yeah, really? he's like I'm yeah. in my zone. Yeah, I think now he just he, is. he just this passed, medal was it. Yeah. Passed Jamie, I think. Jamie and him were tied, I believe. He just mm-hmm. passed Jamie Anderson. Really? So yeah. snowboarders kind of have that one locked down. Yeah, we got it locked down. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and they told him you're the most weird. winningest X Games athlete at the bottom. He's like, oh, I didn't even know. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh yeah, Thanks. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That was good. And then for Knucklehawk, it was great to see Haldor back on the uh, back on the podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's it's really important to talk about you know with X Games talking about the tricks because there is an issue with obviously a lot of negative stuff going on, on the internet with all the influencers and people weren't feeling a little gravy and all that stuffs. I I don't think it's fair to to not talk about the riding because that's what's important. You don't want to take away from it, focusing on the negatives. But, uh, yeah, I got some takes on this stuff. Um, I can kind of start it off here, and you guys can open it up. But it's to me, I think I look at Lil Gravy, Stony McBlaze, Snowboard Jesus. They're doing their thing. It's totally fine. They're, they're entertainers. You know what I mean? Like, they do their thing on the Internet. They have their little space, and that's totally fine. But when X Games takes them and puts them in front of us as the face of snowboarding, it's kind of X Games' fault right there. Like X Games made the general public say, oh, these are these are who snowboarders are. And I think that was where it's not their fault for creating content. That's great. If you want to make a living filming TikToks, good for you. Like that you should find your way in this world however it fits you. But when X Games is is kind of saying these are the people that are representing snowboarding. It, it's a, to the masses. It's a huge issue, and and that's the thing I see when when I look at the NFL, those analyst positions that you see, it's like Shannon Sharp, Dan Marino, right? You you look at the NBA, the analyst is Charles Barkley. There's all these football giants that are calling the NFL, and they're the ones that are in the place of Stony McBlaze and and Snowboard Jesus. The, these are like real giants of the sport that have earned their keep. So. They've earned their stripes, so they're here to represent us as a culture. And so, you know, I think that that was where they did a disservice. And I got no problems with Stony McBlaze, a little gravy, but Snowboard Jesus fucked up. 
<laughs> Snowboard did, right? Jesus <laughs> fucked up because he got in the comments and started chirping Todd Richards. Mm. And he started. He got in the comments and said, I don't even know who you are, Todd mm. Richards. He basically said, like, you know, in, in the comments along the lines, <laughs> like, when, when you take that... Yeah, it's, Kai? It's like basically saying... If you're a you're an NFL influencer, you're like I don't know who Jerry Rice is. It's like one of the most win- winningest halfpipe riders of all time, mm. you know. So when you get in there and you're gonna you're snowboard Jesus, and then you're shitting on Todd Richards, and then he even left another comment that said, uh, "Let's see, I'll use my followers count against legitimately anyone who has a problem as an official poll." What he's saying there is he's essentially saying that his rank is higher than Todd Richards because he has more followers. I, he's, mm-hmm. he's, that, that's a clout thing right there. That's clout. And so... Well, he said, I'm trying to save the sport, too. Dude. It's like, the setting thing, us back, oh bud. Todd Richards is a monumental brick in the foundation in which snowboarding is built on. And if you're trying to flex your followers over Todd as your rank, you're showing your true colors. So, basically... Fuck snowboard Jesus is my take <laughs> when I look at all this because then I start looking at his gram, I start going through his TikTok or all that stuff, and I look at this guy and he goes through and he starts posting these like disingenuous kind acts in exchange for likes. Like mm. he's like, "Oh, I got you a gift certificate from Burger King. It's from Snowboard Jesus. I'm saving you. Oh, did you fall down? I'm gonna help you up, but first let me hit record on my GoPro and make sure that we're filming it." So it's like it's it's just not genuine in what he's doing. And so in a situation like this where you're you're basically arguing when you said that comment that you said he basically said I'll argue my my following is bigger than Todd's. I'm more important than Todd is what he's saying in that comment. It 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 shows his true colors. He's not authentic. And in a situation like X Games, we need the ones who are f- the face of our sport to be authentic. We need the people representing snowboarding when they're representing X Games to be authentic. And Snowboard Jesus may be a lot of fucking things, but one thing he is not is authentic. And so that's really important for our sport is to have authentic people. If he wants to go do his own shit and represent it on his own channels and do all his things, that's great. But we can't bolster him as the face of snowboarding when he hasn't earned a single fucking stripe. And that's my rant. I like Facts, it. Facts, Facts. I agree. But at the same time, like, or not at the same time, but X Games has been on this track spiral. for a long time. A spiral down. So it's not like this is a huge surprise to me. It's just like. It sucks that X Games is the thing that, like, the gen- how the general public sees snowboarding, you know? Because they have just, I mean, it doesn't suck, but it has been for, like, the last. I don't know. They do goofy shit. Like, obviously, they're going to do some goofy shit, have some influencers come out. That's the way the world works now. TikTok's huge, whatever. So, like, that makes sense to me. And I didn't even think that was crazy. Like, like riding's right. insane. I almost didn't even, expected. like, I was almost expecting some goofy-ass shit to happen at X Games because that's just how it is these days. But, like, yeah. that doesn't take anything away from the actual snowboarding. That's just how those people run their... But, like, like also the snowboard events and whatnot, they're inviting, like, eight people or something. Mm-hmm. It's like there's not that big of a pool. There's not like a Cinderella story young person who's maybe going to win the contest either like there used to be at X Games that was like 
part of the reason to watch was like there was this young person who might win, you know. Mm-hmm. But that new kid can't even get in now. Yeah, like he, yeah, whoever it is when they're super young might not have a spot at the moment because no. yeah, you just have to run all these feeders to get there. It's more more of a program. Mm-hmm. That, uh, the, the thing is this, like, kind of to this point, like X Games was heading down this path, and then in contrast to kind of the way you were framing it up, Chris, like. That to me, X Games wasn't those those people on there weren't to me in any way. Was I looking at them like, oh, these are the people representing snowboarding? I was looking at those and I was like, who are these people that X Games hired to play this thing? And then when that, what's that dude's name? The white rapper dude, the yo, yo trippy, little little gravy, little gravy, yo trippy, yeah. Like when he starts rapping or whatever, like. On the PA, you know, I was like, and I mean, first word, I'm like, look at my wife, and I'm like, whoops, <laughs> this has got to, this is, but out of no way, like, was, whoops, like I was, I, you know, it, I didn't know who he was, I do now, and, but X Games just brought those people in. It was weird. There was like, it was a weird vibe on like these announcings, but they weren't like, the snowboarding ultimately represented snowboarding to me, and like. It's like we're giving these influencer now all this like kind of like we're I mean, we're sending everyone to look at them like, hey, check them out because we're talking about them. But they're not they just like they're just piggybacking and doing their thing on TikTok, like you said, which is fine. Like you have your space there. But like this snowboard Jesus guy is clearly not a snowboarder. Like if you don't know who Todd is, then next time we talk like figure out who Todd is and then let's have a conversation with some respect and then then we can talk about you being back in snowboarding but as far as like him being a snowboarder he's clearly not he doesn't have like i mean a resume yeah that's not like that shouldn't threaten any of us he has no pedigree yeah. if you will yeah. but but the the thing that i think is like all right i'm going to kind of contradict myself in some senses and look at it from all sides right so i don't want to be a a a fucking rigid old head, which I am. I think snowboarding should be a certain way. But I do think there's that's a great point of, all right, you, you things have to change. You have to bring people in. Sure, like, these guys have this tremendous following on social media platforms. Bring them in. That's, that's great. Just get some eyes but there. Get some eyes there. But just let them do their thing on their own. Don't put them as the face. My point being, when you watch NFL and you watch NBA, you have players, people like Charles Barkley that are in these roles, that are that are just so well, they have such a deep pedigree in the sport that when they're talking about basketball, you're like, that's Charles Barkley. I know what he's talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. And and also to their to their point, when you have a live stream and you don't have commercials and you have to fill all these like 30-minute time blocks with bullshit, it's not that easy to do a broadcast. Mm-hmm. So I understand. But fill it with like bring in interviews with Mick Morris and bring in interviews sure. with jo- Jeremy Jones and bring in interviews with people that have that have built the the foundation in which the sport is built on, not people like Snowboard Jesus who don't know who Todd Richards is and who flexes their Instagram followers for their their sense of self worth in this space. It's fucking bullshit. Did you see how oh, they yes, left us too at the end? It was <clears throat> Stony McBlaze, Snowboard Jesus, and Hannah Rad on a couch <laughs> talking snowboarding. It's like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. Well, in that point, you're like, all right, how'd you three enjoy the show? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what's your opinion? And and like I said, I think Did you it's learn just, anything? yeah, that's how we take it. I think you know we can hope the X Games will see this feedback and like respond to it right. And next year. 
make some adjustments and at least like bring in people that can help like to your point that can represent it you know put the Todds back in there but also to that point like I think of Craig McMorris for instance like homeboy is gotten really good at calling those runs and calling like I think I mean I think he does good and he knows snowboarding well like he can speak to the tricks he can speak to the riders and like to me I listen to that and I'm like all right this is and he actually snowboards and still puts up stuff on camera so I listen to that and I'm like at least he's still there at least he's calling these main components of this and you know, whether you're down with him or not, like he did a good job. He doesn't miss tricks that often. And, and you're watching like 14s and 16s, like back to back. And you kind of have to study what these writers are doing to be able to call it live. And so I really appreciate his like, and his, his partner too, d- does a pretty good job. I think Craig keeps the snowboarding really in Dude, check there. But. I do not like his partner. I think Brando could go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you, pr- I, I agree kind of, yeah. but like the two of them, you got to admit, they feed off each other well. And like as yeah. a collab, like Craig bounces off, <coughs> off him pretty good. But, but. I think Craig's is, a good, go ahead. go ahead. Well, this is just a like snowboarder's opinion. I'm watching a snowboard contest and maybe like most of the people out there aren't like me, but like, I don't mind Craig's calling tricks. I know he can snowboard. That's sick. Like, but then you're just listening to goofy ass Brando say some dumbass <laughs> shit sure. the whole time, and it sucks. And you're like, yeah, I'm I'm dude, with you. Like, I don't I don't disagree. Trash, I don't disagree. No, you, you know what I think? Trash. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's trash. Like yeah. both of them together, it's just trash. You think so? Yeah. Like there could there is an easy duo that they could find of like people who could do that job. I would take. You Todd, see my point on Craig Todd though? For sure. Like I think he's improved. That too. Yeah. I respect also being able to. Uh, I respect being able to call the tricks correctly because it is hard. But yeah. see, I like Craig. I think Brando is a little bit of a cornball. That's Craig my knows take. what he's doing. But out Craig there. calls yeah. the tricks right, and I think he's got a great take. Yeah. We also have we got Todd Richards on the line here. Oh, yes. Todd, here we go. <laughs> Todd, <laughs> Todd, you got uh, five, you got five minutes, dude. You got five. We're giving you bring oh, it for five minutes. How we doing? Todd? Let him go, buddy. I'm I'm great. I'm about I'm about thirty minutes from Mammoth. And you in the my Audi? Brain is, brain is mush. Yeah, I'm in the Audi. Yeah, <laughs> <It's laughs> right there. You got that seat back like Master P, just gangster leaning across the desert, or what? No, dude, I'm old. I can't see shit. I got seats I like Mr. Magoo. It's up against the freaking steering wheel. <laughs> All right, you you kind of went off on this rant, uh, which we, we're not going to play it because you're live on, but. Uh, well, give us the feedback from your your point of view with this X Games stuff that's going on. Oh, we're talking X Games, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I just kind of I kind of think that obviously X Games. You know, if we were, back in the day, as we were kind of coming up, and Jared knows this and stuff, like where X Games was like it was the shit. You know, to like win an X Games medal was kind of a big deal because number one, you got a bunch of coverage and it was like where all the, all the people could come and like watch and like actually, I don't know, you felt like you were like accomplishing something in the competitive world and you were like, it was a big deal, you know? And it's, it's kind of been a big deal for a long time. And then it slowly started to kind of like turn into like a circus. And I think this year was like the ultimate cherry on top of the cheesecake of like how 
whack something could be. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the athletes. Like, everyone's ripping, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that the, the riding isn't, like, top shelf. But when you've got a, like, guy, that, a couple guys that came into the X Games because it just sold recently, and you got a couple guys in there that have, they don't come from this world, and they don't have a lot of time to, like, um, get the get this whole thing in line. And they came from, you know, Twitch and TikTok. And so they went with what they knew. And they probably looked, you know, they Googled snowboard TikTok. And this is what they <laughs> came up with was some people that maybe didn't represent uh, the hard work that all the athletes put in to actually get there and like what they're doing. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just a purist, dude. I'm like, I just want, there's so many people that are like content creators that actually like Casey Wilax, for example, like he rips, like, mm. why not get that guy there instead of like some dude whose whole shtick is to pretend he's fucking stoned. Like what? Like get stoned for real. Could have just got, <laughs> could have got the on. Dude, we need to hold him down and blow smoke in his ear, man. Yeah. Like you do with straight up. <laughs> uh, what about I heard uh, you? You had some people come at you pretty sideways from your uh, your rant. You had the some of the TikTokers fan base come come at you well, sideways. You know, I I think it's kind of like here's the deal. It's like obviously, if you look at the Instagram post and like all the reactions to it, the people that I respect. The people that um, it resonated with are, are people that just want, you know, they love snowboarding. They love the, mm-hmm. the culture, the history of it, and, like, why we're at, you know, why why we're even paying attention to it. But a lot of people kind of came at it as, like, you know, this is gatekeeping. Snowboarding has changed. Um, you know, you're, you're talking to a new generation of people. This is just how it is. You know, that, I mean, that's... But there wasn't that many, you know. There really wasn't that many of people that kind of came at it sideways, to be truthful. It's because they know. Because they know you, everybody agreed with you. You said what everybody was thinking. I guess. I mean, I'll be the cranky old dude on the front porch. Because <laughs> you not, are? Because I am that guy. Because I was actually on the front porch. <laughs> Recording that. Don't, don't pretend. Don't pretend you're not the cranky old guy on the front porch, Jer. I know you. You and I have had plenty of cranky old guys in the front porch conversation. Oh, happy to have more. <laughs> At any time. No, you can. What did, what did I text you, Todd? After I think I said something like that was a hilarious post. Thank you. Something I don't know. to that. I don't remember. I I posted that like kind of had a bunch of coffee. And basically was like taking out the trash and it was kind of like just a brain fart. And I kind of went away, went about my day. Like, you know, I said it and forget it. And then like, I come back (laughs) at like noon and I'm like, Oh my God, what has happened? And there's like a thousand comments and I'm like, okay, well, apparently this resonated with a couple people. So that's, that's, that's kind of how it went. And then the next thing you know, it's it's Sunday afternoon. We're at like four hundred and eighty thousand views, and I get this the call that hey the um, the guy that's doing TikTok sports would like to talk to you, and the guys from the X Games would like to have a meeting. So I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm. Hey, I mean, it's if I 
if I can be a catalyst for change, and I don't even, I don't want to change anything, but like a better representation of what these people are doing for the audience that wants it. If you want to have influencers and shit, have influencers or stuff, but like put those guys on Twitch. Don't put them on the, uh, you know, the stream where everyone's watching for those sports. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Like also, that. sidebar, talking about gatekeeping, it's like, uh, it's, yeah. act- it's actually kind of important. If you- oh, we lost oh. we lost service. We lost Todd. Yeah, that mammoth drive. We lost Todd. He's driving Keep through the desert. Keep your thought going. But uh, talking about gatekeeping, the one thing I think is kind of important is like, we actually need, it's, fuck it. I'm going to just, Todd's, Todd's out. Uh, it's been it's been a long road to make snowboarding. Who, who is that guy anyways? Yeah, who is Todd Richards anyway? I don't even never, know that Never is. even heard of never him. Heard of He's got no pedigree in this sport. I saw some shit about him on Snowboard Jesus' page. <laughs> oh, that guy. That's, that guy. That's where I first heard about him. Yeah. But, like, it's been a long road to make snowboarding cool, right? Like, snowboarding oh, yeah. was, like, initially it was in this weird place where it was, like, bashing gates and skiers and, like, we we're everybody was wearing, like, fluorescent gear. And then, luckily, we had people like Noah Selaznick and Jamie Lynn to, like, they were like, oh, this is the direction we're going to go and snowboarding's cool. And and thank God for that. So we, we actually need people to gatekeep snowboarding in order to keep it cool. I'm sorry. That's just the reality of it. You care about the culture. Todd's going to keep fucking calling. They shepherded us into the skateboard side instead of the racing side, and who knows what it would be like if they didn't do that. It would be pretty wild. Well, part of being cool and part of snowboarding being cool was that snowboarding wasn't cool to everyone else. That was, like, one of the coolest parts about it. Mm. Not sure where that changed, but it's still kind of that way for me. Like, snowboarding itself is, like, I mean, it's still not very cool to a lot of people, and that is what makes it pretty rad to me mm, good point richards are you back i'm back i'm back sorry i got cut off all right we're gonna, ranges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna wrap this thing up here in a second what do you got for us well i just wanted to you know with the bomb hole we have one of the best influencers ever to parade around on an event now we've got snowboard jesus but is anyone really aware that the bomb hole has snowboard santa <laughs> and, you know, we all know that Snowboard Santa mm-hmm. is far more popular with the kids. You tell the kids <laughs> that Jesus is coming down the chimney on Christmas Day. The kids are terrified. You say Santa's coming down the chimney, and they are all smiles. So <laughs> we need to use <laughs> Snowboard Santa, and we need to parade him around because he already wears a uh, images of himself on his own clothing, so he's kind of got that one. That <laughs> Same as Snowboard nailed. Jesus. Same yeah. as Snowboard Jesus, yeah. I'm but, more, more of a snowboard but, gnome out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Snow Ooh. gnome. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, we appreciate, we, appre- we appreciate you, Todd. All right, I love all you guys. Much I don't know who's love. on this call, but you have my love. Love you, Todd. Love you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, Todd. Hey, yeah. Snowboard Santa. So yeah, you just got to get a like a hockey jersey with your own face on it. But we already have merch with your face on it, and uh, we got merch. Yeah, snowboard no. You can kind of get in that market. Start TikTok and yeah. keep her going. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and talk to you guys uh, about Volcom. I think we got a Volcom ad, and we'll be right back. Greetings, my fellow bomb holders. It's your boy Tour Gear. A lot of you might not know this, but I'm all about talking fit. So let me run you through my 2223 Volcom outerwear kit. I'm wearing the guide jacket. It's a shell three-layer Gore-Tex jacket. Keeps me warm, keeps me dry. It allows me to layer up underneath. Not too baggy, but definitely not too tight. 
It's also got the um, holy grail of outerwear technology, Volcom ZipTech, which allows it to zip to any Volcom pant. And uh, with that, I'm running the three-layer overhauler bib pant. It's also got the GPT articulated fit. Again, like a relaxed fit. It's also got the, the straps on it. It doesn't have the bulky clicking thing. So it's only got Velcro on there. So we're in a backpack too. You don't even feel that it's a bib. If you're anything like me outside all day, every day in the wintertime, I highly suggest going to Volcom and checking out the guide jacket and the three-layer overhauler bib pant. That's it for me, guys. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. Peace! What happened? All right, we're back. Um, Baden and uh, Fat Gabe are... Nobody knows. We're not sure what they're doing, but they're not in the booth, so we're going to keep things going. Let's clack off. We got about a million guest questions. Clack them. So, uh... I think I got some for Jeremy. Let's just start off with this one. This is a good one for Jones. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Tom from New York, former Name That Video Part winner. Not a big deal. Uh, I just had a quick <laughs> question for you guys. Got a pre-stack lineup. How do you guys avoid injuries when you go so big? I know all you guys are heavy hitters. You're always kind of getting wrecked, whether it's in the streets or in the backcountry. So how do you guys do it consistently and avoid injuries? Um, all right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Let me start on that. Jones, go ahead and take this one. Avoiding injuries, I think, is just learning to fall to start. Um, you know, that was just a, a habit of skating first for me, and then you're just learning how to roll on concrete. And then now I started teaching my kids. I taught them first just how to fall to understand kind of what that was and so I think that's the biggest component if you know how to fall then from there you start you got to understand your tricks and kind of know what the worst case scenario is I play that in my head a lot kind of like all right this is I can hook up here go straight to my neck on that trees trees grater and I'm dead or here's like the you know is that is that like full commit ft that i end up there is it so you kind of have these work throughs that's kind of my my process is i sort of eliminate everything you know from like the worst case down to like comfort zone and then i just sort of get in there if i can't get there then maybe i don't do it another good thing to avoid injury is learning how to really make the call like understanding what your level is and using your friends to to kind of gauge that like yo do i got this and believing them if they're like no dude you you don't got it today and like not being offended by that and just be able to say yeah all right these guys know me better than anyone your friends generally don't tell you you don't got it so if they do you should probably kind of listen and then i don't know use your friends as your gauge like the ones you trust good answer that was a great answer you guys never really get hurt when you're in the zone you know it's rare Usually never. doing some dumb shit. You're never yeah, you're hurt when you're in the hurt. zone. You're doing Didn't dumb. You? That's when you get hurt is when you're doing dumb stuff. You mess up. And I actually took a bad bail this weekend, knuckled the jump, landed, had the butt cheek spread. Oh, no, oh. no. And, and, and then I uh, I actually had, like, I, shit, I shit myself. And then like, I tore the, my ass. Oh, a stitch? Butt, butt yeah. gasms yeah, is what we call bad. those. You got a stitch? I didn't have to get stitched, uh. but it was like I took a dump and it hurt later. So oh. Sorry, that was... A, but uh, one thing to add to that... <laughs> Is uh, I think about like how do you avoid injuries too? When shit's going haywire, like you go off a jump and you're like, oh, that's not good. Like you gotta stay chill. Mm-hmm. And when you hit, you kind of gotta like try to get your board down and just go limp and like explode. 
But like, I feel like the people I see that get hurt a lot are like really stiff. Like, you, you don't want to be stiff. You're like, when it's going haywire, you're just like, this is going to be bad. And then you just kind of like squirm your feet under you and then just try to like absorb it. Yeah, minimize the body, the whole blow by any sort of something first, right? Yeah, you go board yeah. to back, not just like yeah. stiff leg Johnny. Even if it's well, quick. It's facts, yeah. car accidents, drunk drivers, and people sleeping don't usually get hurt. Because their muscles yeah, are they're relaxed. They're That's... sleeper out there. And then they just if take you're, the walk. If you're all, eh, they, they're the people that get hurt. So it's mm -hmm. the same concept. Speaking of staying chill, uh, we're going to get into another guest <laughs> question. This is one of my favorites. We're going to give away a pair of Oakleys for this guest question because mm. I like this one. So uh, this guest question is presented by Oakley. I run the Oakley Line Miners. Great goggle. And then I run the Oakley Mod 1 helmet. Let me grab. We got a pair of Oakleys going out to this fine gentleman that asked this question. We'll uh, get your info and send it out to you soon. And here we go. This one's for Gabe and Nick. Yo, what's up? This is Dom from Park City. I was really enjoying the section in the Torment Mac about the blazing and chilling. <laughs> and I'd love if you elaborated on that because <laughs> oh, that's wow. how my snowboarding has became the past few years. Whoa. Uh, thanks, guys. Whoever that was, he is awesome. <laughs> Knows what he's talking about. That was Dom. Knows what he's talking about. That was, was Dom. Dom. He said it. He said Thank it you, Dom. Dom. From Park City. Um, smart man, yeah. Blazing and chilling. If you're not feeling it, you just blaze and chill. And then maybe you will. Maybe you're falling. Nick did this earlier in Logan this year. Was trying to trick, pretty big drop thing, pretty dope. Couldn't get it. He's like, I'm going to smoke about it. Next try. Laces the fucking trick. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes if if you're feeling like blazing and chilling for the day, there's nothing wrong with that. So just blaze and chill. What, what kind of chill. ratios are you guys running out there? Personal preference. I think... What's, your, whatever what's you, your personal preference? They sound fluid. About I'm more it. tobacco heavy, personally. Let's talk ratios. 90 10? I mean, nah. in between That's 90 10 and 60 40. All right. So I'm, it's a big range. I'm a little more green than he is, but not that much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, de it depends. Time of day. Especially if mm -hmm. it's like a party night, dirtier as the night goes on, you know? Uh. Mm. Gotta or keep if you're your head on straight. If you're running lean, you got a low stash, you gotta dirty it up. You gotta dirty it up. It makes sense. Fresh satchel. Never low on the stash. You're going green bean. <laughs> That's like old school. Yeah. Come on. Good stuff. I think about this a lot too. You guys are chillers, right? You guys are some of the best. And I think about some of my other friends that are chillers. They get a lot of sleep and they're some of the best. And I get feel, a lot of sleep. I feel like there's something to being rested and relaxed. <laughs> And then when it's time to hit the wedge, you got the vinegar because you've been chilling. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's definitely something to rest, that's for sure. Rest Back is, like, the best you can, whenever. whenever when you're well-rested, well you're feeling pretty good for the most part. Agree with that. So blazing and chilling. I heard so Kazu will sleep on his snowmobile and rest up out there. You ever seen that guy ride? He just you wakes up. He'll wake up from a nap and do that. Yeah, Mikey Rentz will do it. Take a fiver. Fall, it. fall asleep anywhere, huh? Take a fiver. He can, he can. It's insane. I'm going to fall asleep for five minutes. He has ten, and you're like, there's no way. He'll fall asleep, wake up. That's a fiver. Mm -hmm. Inside ten minutes, he'll get five minutes, and he's like, good. He's ready to go. Super impressive. Impossible feat for me. Yeah, that is that is impressive. 
I mean, you're talking out in the that. sun, too, right? In the sun. In, the sun, in, in any way. In the snow, on his sled, under the tree. Dude, I've seen him do it multiple times. Sleepy Stevens. Scott Stevens. Oh, yeah. Sleepy, Sleepy Stevens. Torgier. Bergham. Sleeps anywhere. Mm-hmm. And these guys are the best. Mm-hmm. And I also think they're probably dreaming about... Scott's, Scott's dreaming about tricks. I He's know that dreaming one. tricks. Whereas you got me drinking a bunch of caffeine, stressed out, can't land shit. You're not going to take a five-minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about the switchback rodeo, huh? A couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I don't know about still not riding. landing shit. I'm Come still, on. Still, still riding, riding high, high from high. that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> As he should. Oh, Runky wants to... <laughs> oh, that's oh, a salt. Salt. Where are the salts? Oh, my gosh. A I quick love request. We had a hockey tournament. We had a hockey tournament, so there, I took a bunch of salts. I'll, uh, sometimes there's some in that Can we cover. call Runky, maybe? Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to call... Real quick, we're going to call uh, Austin Sweeten here, because mm, he just fun. went to Baker Bank Slalom. We're going to break that mm. down. So hang tight for a second here. Hang you should tight. be ready. Um, ear scratch here. Yeah, so legendary Baker Bank Slalom just went down last weekend. Uh, some some great heavy Who hitters. Who that up? I haven't there. seen that. Did Austin? Uh, Harry Kearney, I think, won. Oh, Harry wow. Kearney. All right, let me see if Austin's on the line. Clinical. Austin, you on the line? I'm on the line. Congrats. Six, six, six place. You got to turn off your YouTube or you're going to have an echo. Here, one sec. Amateur radio okay, I'm caller. On. Yeah, that's an amateur move. Dude, first, yeah, he time fi- caller, but, first time caller. He fixed that uh, quick, though. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's an honor, boys. <laughs> big fan of everybody in the booth right now. I think everyone's a big fan of you, Austin. Miss you, Austin. Kid got Dude, a couple kid. of heavy hitters. Yeah, well, kid got a sixth place. How are we feeling? Dude, feeling good. It was, a, it was a whirlwind of emotion. I had a pretty aggressive tomahawk both uh, qualifier days. So, um, luckily... In course, tomahawk? It, well, the first day was a knee-to-face exit course tomahawk Ugh. hike back up. Um, and then the second day was an in-course tomahawk to uh, like manifest like Michael Jordan mentality to get to the bottom and somehow snuck in there. Made finals. Made finals. My man. Love to see that. So... Who was like like? Let's hear break down turn five for us because I turn turn five was a killer. Um, so turn five was kind of like the the it was like the turn of the year, you know. Was, uh, there was two rocks that, as the weekend went on, became more exposed, and they were kind of just taking boards out. Um. Yeah, no board really survived that, especially Harry Kearney's. He had like a baseball-sized crater from mm. nailing the rock. Went to a dead stop. Wow. Still one Jeez. on the same board? No, he had to get a board from the demo tent. Shut up. That's insane. But, dude, yeah, it was crazy. Like, that berm was taking everyone out. And uh, they had the rocks spray-painted blue so you could see them. And you would come around the turn, and they would just, like, there was two of them that would just, like, stare you down. Oh. And then, yeah, you just kind of had to hold on. It was pretty aggressive. So I'm looking at the results here. You got six. It looks like Gabe's older brother, Ben Ferguson, got you by uh, 0.4 of a second here. Uh, yeah, he did. Mm. He snuck in there. How you feel about that, Gabe? I mean, I'm 
I'm proud of him. I wish I would have seen him do better. I bet he was up late drinking a little bit too much. But... <laughs> bottom line, he's proud of him. But bottom line, that's blood. I'm proud of him. Sixth place? I mean, yeah. Sixth place? We'll take it. No, we right? got fifth. fifth. You got fifth? fifth? Got fifth. Yeah, fifth. We'll take fifth. it. Graham Watt and Nobby and Seth Westcott, seventh and eighth. So you got a couple border crossers behind you. Yeah, a couple, couple of border players. crossers. Major topic Canon Cummins beat his father. Temple Cummins, who I believe is one Baker banked, right? No way, that's sick. Tem- Temple's got a couple. I mean, the Cummins family, they're like bank slalom royalty. They uh, they got a lot of duct tape, a lot of blankets. But uh, yeah, Cannon's really coming. I think this is the year of Cannon Cummins. Do you think Mervin has the most duct tape? They've got it. You get a you get a raise if you get a a top ten. Well, actually, Terrier I think is Mm. the most winningest. Most thirteen coming in strong. Yeah, but that's like a solo show winningest over all of the Mervin. I don't know. Yeah, Mervin has to be a big stack. Mervin's got to be a big. Yeah, star. right now it's not uh, it's not Barrett or Temple. It's just Cannon's mom and dad. That's <laughs> 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 good stuff. That's got to be a good stat. I bet his dad. I bet Temple feels pretty dope that he got mopped up by Cannon, oh. though. I bet it's such a good feeling. I'd be hyped, dude. I mean, they drop it like qualifiers. They go um, they go alphabetical order, so they drop in one after the other and it's pretty sick like seeing cannon rip through the course and then temple who is still ripping baker harder than most of us and is like i don't know how old he is like 40 48 maybe Hmm. so it's a beautiful thing i'm gonna run through the names real quick just for people listening because not everybody can see this we got Harry Kearney winning the thing. I think he's got a couple podiums, or at least a couple wins, I believe. Uh, Chase Josie Halfpipe Rider got second place. Darcy Sharp, Slope Dog, wow. coming in third. Nice. Hagen Kearney, who I believe is a, a Border X guy, Ripper as well. Oh, yeah. Brothers, uh, Absolute Ripper, came in fourth. B Ferg, brother of Fat Gabe, uh, came in fifth. We got Sweeten, who's on the line in sixth. Uh, Graham, what? Tanabe, sorry if I'm what uh, Seth Westcott. Uh, Wait, what's Watanabe. what's what's his what's his story? I actually am unfamiliar with his border body cross work. hog. Oh, oh he's yeah. been, been around, yeah. around for a while. Border cross. He's hog. a bo- border X hog. Seth oh, Westcott, yeah. Pierce Smith, Cannon Cummins, Nils Mindich, Curtis Cizik. Shout out. Kurt Woo! What? Who? Nils had a bad run, huh? Felix <laughs> Dirksen. Nils, all right. And then you know what? I got to get into this. Phil Jacques and Austin Visheimer and Scott Stevens holding it down for yeah. the street dogs. Yeah, Phil, uh, that's pretty sick. All those guys, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Austin's in. Where did you see Austin? Austin Viz got 25th. Yeah. Down yeah, dude. dude. Viz was looking sick. He was, uh, he was like big headphones over the gogs. Finally yes, dead. dude. <laughs> he was looking good out there. Big fan. What a, what a G. Looking like he'd be in the Forum 8. Uh, what was going oh, on with? Yeah. I heard Blair had maybe best line in the rocks. Blair attacked that rock. He went. What did he do? He went low, like below the first rock, and then just kind of like aired up and rail, like caught the berm, like bull pocket toe side, and just like railed it so hard. That's um, dope. He's got a great toe side. Contender. 
Yeah, his toe oh, side is a thing of beauty. Uh, and then for women's pro, Tess Critchlow, Audrey Hebert, and Elena Height in the top three. First two, I think they're border crossers. Is that correct? Yeah, I think they're from Whistler, maybe, or Canada. Some border cross racers. Respect. Coming down to clean up. What about the – give us the big, <laughs> the, the best Katie time of the Kennedy day. There's a cool story with that. Oh, yeah. So Harry Kearney won pro men with a 113.49. But Centimeters? The, uh, nope. Oh, no. It's time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, time. <laughs> right to 115. It is a race. But, uh, it is a race. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Shelley and the junior boys kind of gave Harry a run for his money with a 113.47. Wow. 15 years old. No uh, way. That's a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid's a threat. That's a threat. Kid's going to – he's getting promoted to the pro division next year. How mm. much did he smoke all of his opponents by? Big guy. Oh, dude, like seconds probably. They're what probably place did he end up dude? for uh, pro division? If you were to transfer the score over first, yeah, he would have won oh, he everything. Beat him. Yeah. He beat everyone. He would have yep. beat Best Harry time. <laughs> Give yeah, him the duct tape. The Sorry, Give him dog. The number kid one. The tape. Yeah, what's up with that? Time of the day. <laughs> Is this kid on a Mervin or time what? Yeah, what's he riding? Dude, we might have to get him on a lib. <laughs> I got a question. <laughs> what do we got to do to get you on top of the box, Sweeten? What do you got to do next year? Mm-hmm. Wait, on top of, like the podium? Yeah, what do you got to get, gotta that get roll the sweet tape, and win? Yeah, how do we? Dude, get... I might need a, I might might need to put on some weight. Mm. Honestly, that's easy. There's a there, you have to ask Gabe how to do that. Gabe's got some, Gabe's got some pointers for you on that. All you do is eat, brother. <laughs> so is it Dude, weight, Austin? There's plenty of little guys though that get the duct tape. Eating. Is it weight or is it technique? Like if you are, I actually feel like you're moving slower down this course. I've never been down it, so I'm. I'm ignorant to it, but if you are slower and controlling those turns, obviously speed is a thing, but if you greasing that, like you're going to be faster than just like weight, right? Yeah. So I agree, but I think the hiccup here is this year at the bottom of the course, there was a, a couple hundred foot flat section. Mm, so you need someone to throw you a sandbag out of the last turn, basically, <laughs> from the yeah, trees. Yeah, straightaway. Get a sandbagger. Yeah, catch that get, fifty pounds. Get, get a little extra. Get a you know hundredth of a second. Maybe Sect has to come and sponsor the LBS. Yeah, we'll sponsor the flat section. Be throwing a couple <laughs> people <laughs> weights <laughs> from the yeah. side for sure. We'll fling weights if you can catch it. You do. You basically do max bench press right before you drop in, and it's combined highest li- highest. Yeah, we'll come up with lift. something. I like this. Lowest Bring the time. protein and collagen in for sure. <laughs> People this are having good. fun. Throw you a big old big couple big max. You can wolf them down, stack some pounds. A lot of good ideas coming out. Mm-hmm. I like the sandbag toss. I think that's crucial. It just yeah. falls over. Seems like it works. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out. Legendary <laughs> bank slalom news too. Johan's son Milo. Yes, what, I saw what, that. What, what did he win? What did he win? Uh, Milo. Oh yeah, Johan's son Milo. He won the um, amateur junior men? No, amateur men. Wow. Another proud dad. And then Sad. you got J. F. Pelchat's daughter Juliet. Mm. She won yep. amateur women, right? Really. Amateur women and Juliet's yeah. younger sister Billy. She actually qualified first in pro women on the first day. 
Damn. Good day for second-generation snowboard families. Yeah, yeah second Janny's turning Incredible. it up. Good look. Good stuff. Well, thanks yeah. for giving us the rundown on uh, the legendary Baker Bank slalom. How, how did Stevens look on the course, by the way? I know you were dropping by him. What was his was vibe he at one the top? Foot uh, through that thing? Okay. <laughs> Stevens, shout out Scott Stevens for getting clips in the startup game. He was. In the start jack. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're, cl- they're going racer ready, and he's got phone out filming Aaron Black. <laughs> right he seemed to be enamored by your extremely long cinch as well. Uh, can you walk us through that cinch that you had going on with your jacket? Uh, um, what kind of yeah, cinch? It was a sample. It's like a, it's like a 24-inch cinch hanging off the back of his jacket. Dangler cinch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, cinch swag. Cinch swag. Is that going to be in production? Is that a hood cinch or a waistband so, yeah. cinch is the question. Hood cinch or waistband cinch? Is he cinch? running no cinch? Is that a full is body cinch? No, as tight as it'll go. We're talking 24 inches of slack. <laughs> on his okay. hood. Is it a hood? Are we talking I don't know hood? where it's all coming from because it seems like that would be way more than your head. <laughs> when I saw it, I was wondering where the fuck it was all coming from. Cinch? I don't sag. know. Well, I just, <laughs> I just cinched it down so my hood doesn't fly off when I'm boarding. But yeah, I didn't realize it was so long. And was so that all in the so hood before you started tugging on it, or was there a little bit already? No, I think it was all in the hood. We're debunking the cinch. Debunk the cinch. Okay, good stuff. Well, Sweeten, thanks so much for chatting with us. I uh, really appreciate Dude, thanks you. Thanks for having me. And, you uh, guys thanks too. for letting us know thanks, the cinch Sweeten. with the cinch there. That's, yeah, thanks that's for breaking stuff. down the cinch. Really appreciate oh, yeah. that. It's going to be a big year for the cinch. Yep. Big cinch year. Yep. We're, lo- we're looking to get three feet of cinch. Uh, possible <laughs> Who was your hazard. personal favorite from the weekend? Did you have one, Good Austin? Question. Good question, Nick. Ooh, personal favorite, probably Cannon. Mm, smart. Good answer. Mm-hmm. He's going to be my he favorite, like, too, and I didn't even see it yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. He's Probably just won't. like too, he's too fat, like really fast, and he's just so smooth. He's just like him and Temple are like, they're the smoothest. It's like they're doing nothing, but they're going faster than everyone. So sick. So, so Spawn of Greatness yeah. is the guy to watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to wrap up Legendary Bank Slalom Talk. Thanks for calling in, Sweden. We appreciate you. Bye. Thanks, Austin. Sweden. Bye-bye. Later, bud. Later. All right. Uh, before we get into the best part of the entire show, we're going to talk. Do you want to get into it, bud? Whatever you, you want. Okay. Actually, let's run through some clips and then get into it. All right. So, uh... We're going to talk about Autumn Headwear. Uh, basically, Autumn is a supporter of the show. They make great beanies. Either of you guys ride for Autumn? Nope. No. Low res, baby. Low res. Okay, well, this is not a good time to plug low res because we're talking about Autumn. Uh, it's owned by... <laughs> Click Worldwide. Uh, Click Worldwide. Brad Allband. I think B-Fox has some ownership. Sam Taxwood. Big J Little World. It's a great beanie company owned by snowboarders. Uh, they make a good bomb hole beanie. And if you're interested in picking up uh, a nice beanie, head on over to autumnheadwear.com. Their motto is Style Matters. And use promo code BOMBHOLE for 20% off your next beanie. They got resis. They got little uh, sailor, sailor Jim fisherman friends. Fisherman friends, we're calling them If you want to run that low uh, kind of whack look, you can get some of those. <laughs> so head on over to autumnheadwear.com. Use promo code BOMBHOLE, 20% off. Uh, and... Let's let's do BNN. Let's hit BNN, right, buds. BNN. Yeah, fire it up. Welcome to BNN, Buds's News Network. 
Doug. Let's see if this one's better. I appreciate and that, And if Jeremy. this one's better, I'll tell you right Thank after. You. Welcome to BNN. Do we have the intro? Yeah, when the intro was planned. Oh, sorry. Well, he was gassing me up. He was getting me hyped. <laughs> Welcome to BNN. You know, I decided a little bit. We're going to do a little bit of educational stuff for you quick. Um, and by educational, I mean just tell you some news instead of just some headlines. You know what I mean? And uh, so Wu-Tang Clan, if you guys remember correctly, they put out an album in 2015 called Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. They sold it to an anonymous buyer for $2 million. And the deal was is uh, you can't sell it, basically. You have to just go out, and you can only listen to this yourself and enjoy it yourself for $2 million. What sucked Genius. was, did, no, it's kind of ended up poorly. This guy, Martin Shkreli, bought it, a.k.a. Pharma Bro. Turns out this guy's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. He uh, raised the price of the drug that actually cures AIDS from like $17 and made it up 5,000% so people couldn't actually get their medicine. Dude's horrible. Karma kind of came around on this dude. He got securities fraud. And the uh, the government came for him, put him in jail, and uh, in 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 with that, the Wu Tang's album got put in jail pretty much too. And RZA was stated saying, just like many of the Wu Tang members, the album has spent many years in incarceration. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> turns out, four years later, um, this guy owes now the government eight. No, I think he, he had four million dollars. He owed the government. So he didn't have too many assets at this point. So what they did was they figured out, okay, this this album is pretty much got to be worth that. So the government figured out how to sell it, and they found a buyer. And in July, a new group actually picked up the album. And so what they want to do is actually figure out how to get it out to the people, which is pretty rad. So we all might have a chance. But the problem is, is Riz is still not down. The whole point of this album is to uh, – Basically, you got to enjoy it maybe in a in a museum or something. You know what I mean? You can't just listen to it and buy it. So they're thinking they might make it like an NFT program. They bought it for $4 million. Uh, I think I have a photo of the crew that actually bought it. Look at these guys. There's one guy has his hood on. They're all, all excited because they're part of the Wu-Tang now, but Rizzo won't even take their call. So we don't know what's going to happen. But their whole plan is to get it out to the people. They bought it for $4 million or like an NFT company. Personally, I want to hear this album. I'm a big Wu-Tang fan. Mm-hmm. But the deal was Wu-Tang won't basically put it out until two thousand or yeah, 2103. So 88 years from its initial sale is when it can go public. And until then, we have to wait and uh, unless these guys figure it out. So I'm excited. I'm a big fan of Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and then in other news for you guys, apparently <laughs> we figured out how to... Uh, uh, we we fixed the problem with the ozone layer. True story. No, no way. way. Dude, they've plugged the ozone, man. There's still like, we got 10 more years till it's like legit again. But you can't just slap a dude, plug in is the it like a, They plugged it, man. Like a tire plug? Yeah, you it's kind of, no, what they did was all that, remember back when we were younger, it was like a big deal. Like, dude, shit's, yeah, going, shit's going down. We got trouble. There's all the sprays and whatnot. Um, every country in the U.S. joined up. Not the U.S., every country in the world joined a thing called the Montreal <laughs> Protocol, and they all got on the program of uh, protecting the ozone layer, and uh, boom, it's on. We fixed it. We patched it up. We patched it. We're still 10 years off from a full patching, but uh, this is great. Dude, we might actually be able to snowboard for years and years and years to come because it was going to be, uh, it, you know, affects climate control, all that stuff. So, so uh, 
That's about all I got for you. So for global real news. warming's over because our ozone's patched no, up. Still, Is that where we're yeah, at? We're good. We got a little ways. It's like a ramp. It's got over. Like 10 Burn some years. plastic. I mean, in ten, 10 years, years we're stitched up. We got the final stitch and, in that yeah. patch. The we're problem good. is every the summer when fire. summer hits <laughs> over Antarctica, the, the it kind of recedes like somebody's hairline, but <laughs> and then it comes back in the winter. Well. And, all it is is like the less trash you burn, but the more you throw into the ocean, the ozone heals. You heals know? back up. I don't know. We you're got, not burning we got 10 it years into the air. and it's clogged. It's so much better. It's insane. That's good news. Yeah, that's Thanks my educational that. portion. Back to uh, your scheduled program. So Thanks in, for that. In no, Tennessee, that's good education. That's good education. Mm-hmm. In Tennessee, there is a uh, cop shop where a woman officer slept with six different police officers. And uh, that's like the whole cop shop. That's like every dude there. We're talking threesomes on duty. We're talking oral sex in the cop car while chasing perps. We're talking like pretty much everything you can imagine. Officer Hall's name was literally getting it six ways from Sunday on the taxpayer's dime. And... uh, did you just say six ways from Sunday? Six on the ways from I did, I did six ways from that. suck ways first. <laughs> did you know that you're part of the Wu Tang Clan without crime <laughs> right there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, I don't think these guys will be in business much longer. But woo, props, whatever. If they can pull that off, good for them. Mm-hmm. The uh, next thing I got for you is a little. I learned a little bit about fish today, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Over in the Galapagos Islands, when you get way deep in there. Um, there's some wild fish. This is a lizard fish here on the screen. Look at the teeth on that thing, man. <laughs> thing, that thing will Whoa. fuck you up, man. You want to watch out for that? Fuck they you got a pelican up. fish. fish? Check out this pelican right. fish, man. Woo. I would not want to see that big mouth thing How coming big at is me. That thing? They're pretty big, man. They, I mean, they're little. Babe, when they're, they, they go from this big up to like six feet, like head in that mouth. Dude, the head's actually—it's weird. It's like a fake mouth, and there's like well, a my head, head on the end. in that mouth. Yeah, that big. And then we got a pelican fish. This yeah. bad boy dude is like, it's like aliens basically. Oh, that's with the one dripping, on Nemo. Dripping on those teeth, dude. That thing gets a bite in you. Not there's a, rad. There's a couple. Yeah, it's a viper actually. Sorry, that's the viper fish. Pelican doesn't even sound too dangerous, but look at that teeth on that thing. Basically, mm. what they made aliens the movie out of. Um, <laughs> that's what it looks like actually underwater when it's a little bit fattened up and whatnot. And then we got the uh, bony. Eared ass fish. I don't, whoever named this was having a rough day that day and they went for the ass fish. Another just creepy ass fish. And then you do these fish, they start starting to look like humans out there. That's another bony ass eared, uh, bony ass fish. But they start looking like humans out there. Look at the teeth on this thing, man. If I need to fix my teeth, dude, I'm plugging one out of that thing. That's yeah, definitely that's a good, fake. Good look, these are real. Dude, tongue, these, dude, dude. these things are real, man. Look at the lips on that thing. Damn, they start up. putting they start putting mimes or memes oh, shit, out. That is real. That's some real <laughs> shit, dude. I don't, I don't know whether to kiss that thing or cook it up. I don't know what's going on. Don't get any funny ideas with those lips, though, boy. It's creepy. Uh, and then there's these other ones, dude. These batfish, dude. Look at these guys. Little batfish. They start looking more and more like humans. Yeah, like and then the, dude, they start. They get lips. They get these lips on them. And then, Ugh. dude. And then there's uh, there's like this big. It has this, uh, yeah, the lips. See the lips? They open the mouth because they want to meet up with the long-nosed. <laughs> I don't know what they're up to. And then they start looking more and more like humans, dude. It's crazy. Look at this next batch of, look at these guys. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> it's crazy out there in the Galapagos. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got some more news for you guys. We <laughs> get, get out of the islands. That, that, that uh, fergfish looks scared, dude. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> but your lips all look real good. Thank you, That's Drake, good. for that art. And uh, so in your news today, uh, this guy went to the hospital and uh, they, he said he got a hole in one. Oh, that's a different one. This is a run through a wall smelling salt ad. We'll do that one next. Chompy. <laughs> Chompy's got a shot. The next shot in the run through a wall. Chompy hit the run through a wall. That's OG oh, Chompy. That's, that's, that's Chompy. OG Chompy. He, Warbington? He ran Chompy? through. He yeah. took a smelling salt. Shout out to the Warbington turtle. Sh- shout out Warb's turtle. That's Chompy. not actually Chompy, but God it, damn it, if we were to give him a smelling salt, that would be him running through a wall. So let's get to the news. This is the uh, next folder. Hole in one. This guy goes into the uh, hospital, and uh, the golf ball was in his anus. Oh, geez. and it actually started creeping up his intestines, and it was a whole ordeal. But uh, he did survive. A whole ordeal. So these, this next one, they, there's all these potholes, and they s- decided they were gonna. You can't read that, but what it said is Wanksy, like Banksy. So they started going around to all the uh, potholes and doing art on it, Wanksy. trying to get the attention. They did penis art on every pothole in the city. Try to Good get attention look. to get them fixed. Um, the next one at the zoo, dude, they had a problem with the parrots. They were caught encouraging each other to swear at the guests. So they were all basically linking up in the corner, just talking sh- shit on people, getting nasty. <laughs> they had to shut them down and separate them. <laughs> the, uh, this guy, they thought they were going to bring in a unicorn to the party. It turns out it was a donkey with a dildo on his head. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this pug, that's a, there's a little pug on the ground. You can't, it's hard for us to see, but you guys can probably see it at home. That little pug in the front had a big ordeal, four-hour standoff with the police. And uh, I don't know don't if you guys you have, have a pug? I have pugs. I don't know if you've seen them. They're pretty chill, dude. That must have been a pretty interesting scenario going on over there. Gabe <laughs> a pug, too, yeah, actually. Pugs are wonderful, wonderful dogs. Much respect. Uh, <laughs> so this homeless man steals the EMS rig to go to the strip club. Just smart. Afterwards, dude, you can nap, you can hydrate, yep. whatever you need IV. to do. Whatever, whatever yeah, you need to do. Um, this bad boy, oh, this guy, he he did his PS4 in the uh, weight in the vegetable section. So he only paid 9.29 euros for his whole PlayStation. Smart. Bro, try it out. Try it out when you're out there. See what happens. Put the sticker on. I mean, I'd ring you up. On Canada, there's facts that no one is being named Karen since 2019. Facts from the Canadian uh, officials, which is kind of tight. It'd be that tough going funny. out there. That's funny. The uh, next guy we got, this pig in Australia, steals 18 beers from campers, gets drunk, and fights a cow. <laughs> Smart pig. Just another fucking night at the campsite. Hey, you know, man, like, yeah, like baiting on a nice, yeah. uh, That's nice good Friday night. bacon right there. Just, yes, yeah, good bacon. This guy thought he was buying a poodle. Looks like your boy's dog. Uh Oh, Alex Andrews? Alex, but yeah. that one, he actually got a ferret that they souped, they got all put on uh, on steroids. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's actually a ferret, the one on the right. <laughs> gotcha, they tricked him. <laughs> Poor guy got home, he's got this angry ferret, all curly. Uh, this guy, 450-pound man arrested for hiding weed in his rolls of fat. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got to try that. that. Have you ever done that? <laughs> I was wondering that. Fat games. Never tried it, but I'm going to try that. You should do it in Utah, dude. You get in trouble out there. The uh, this guy, oh yeah, priorities, priorities, mm-hmm. beer and babies. Got to keep those coldies yeah. safe. Kids like she's hardly even attached up there to one hand on the mm-hmm. baby. The beers are safe. Beer is not clearly. going down. Nope. This uh, this dude this is a uh, French scientist owns up after star photo revealed to be a spicy sausage. Which <laughs> 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 <This> is tight. <laughs> This uh, this this guy got his his chick a uh, cake for the first time. She farted in front of him, which is kind of tight. 
it's important those moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. When your girl can finally let loose. Or when you can in front of her. Yeah. I mean, that should be date one, but. That should be, but unfortunately, it's not always like that. Oh, speaking of chompy, dude, uh, Richard Bacon denies snorting cocaine off a blue Peter tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe him. Keep that guy away from chompy, man. (laughs) We don't need him doing lines off the back of the tortoise. I don't believe that guy for a second. We got, oh, (laughs) she declares her vagina squeaks when she walks after her new super vagina treatment. (laughs) Squeak, 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 squeak. Oh, my God. The uh, oh, there we go. Some Florida activities. Florida man arrested while trying to um, warn Space Force about battle between aliens and dragons. I'm sure they were hyped when this guy rolled up on him. Yeah. Fucking get yeah, out of here, Florida rapper. He gets pulled over. He couldn't find his ID. Just gave him his mixtape. <laughs> I, f- I feel like what's his name? David, you ever done that? <laughs> Just take this. Yo, watch here. Here's here's Just my true life link. Pop this in. <laughs> Look, peep this link, son. This Just watch guy, this video. Uh, he got arrested for for uh, driving his car into the mall. He was trying to uh, travel in time, just like our boy in Back to the Future. Oh, Doesn't work. That. Doesn't work. So uh, we're going to play a little game. Oh, I got one more for you. Florida couple arrested for selling tickets to heaven. And these guys are legitimately out there selling tickets. They got taken. When they got arrested, they had like five grand on them. And it was a whole ordeal. Um, but man, do they get to keep the five? I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I guess if people are willing to to buy it, buy into you guys buying that. They they had like a bunch of meth on them and the five grand, so they were just loose. They didn't actually have tickets. So we're gonna play a little game because we're talking about Florida here. Um, You have to decide which one of these are really real headlines and which ones aren't. We'll go through them quick because we got a lot more to talk about on the show. So, uh, Florida man. Woken up by a man who broke into his house and began sucking his toes. Real or fake? Real. 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 That's real. Florida man puts rabbit carcass in ex-wife's mailbox as birthday present. Real. real. That's fake. Fuck. Florida couple trapped in unlocked closet for two days. Real. real. That was real, and they ended up having, like, stack of feces in the corner. Um, and the whole time they weren't locked in there. They were just, they thought they were locked in there because they were in so much mess. They're pooping. They're oh, peeing. but it was open. It was the door open was unlocked. The time. They're in there for two days. Um, <laughs> Florida <laughs> man sets up bear traps, flamethrowers around the yard to keep neighbors out. For true. sure, true. Real. Fake. Oh, Come on. Uh, Florida man parks smart car in the kitchen over fear of Hurricane Dorian would blow it away. Real. Again, that's, that's real. real. That's yeah. real. Florida man dresses Santa Claus, gives free ice cream to children. Real. I'll it's go fake, fake just because of your pattern. Florida, There's a dude. pattern here. They don't do that in Florida. I'm not getting the pattern. Uh, Florida all. man throws <laughs> his own feces at a Miami Dade judge before acquittal. Real. True. That's true, too. Florida man tries to steal 26 cars from Pasco Jail parking lot just after being released. Fake. That's true. Dang it, your pattern changed up. Dude, there's no pattern in Florida, man. No, your pattern <laughs> no. is order. Uh, the uh, Florida man damaged his neighbor's house, attempting to tow it to the dump using his own pickup truck. Real. That's real. Florida man shoots alligator with gun during the Gator Olympics. Real. That's real, too. Florida man offers police department lifetime supply of cocaine exchange for release. Real, <laughs> for that sure. That was real. <laughs> Florida man accused of drunkenly driving lawnmower on the highway. Real. real. That's real, too. Florida man steals lobster from Stop and Shop, vows to start a lobster revolution against the government. Real? Why not? That was fake. Florida man <laughs> attempting to run across ocean again for the second time washes up in a human-sized hamster wheel. That's real. real. 
That is real, and it happened twice. <laughs> this is great. I feel like BNN. all of those are real. Welcome to BNN, Bud's News Network. Hey, Florida's coming on. Will you sketchy stuff? Throw me on. We haven't hit a smelling salt, huh? Let's no. go. Let's go around the horn here. Oh. I just you get a salt. You get a salt. You guys just yeah. We just hit a freshie. I don't need to hit another one. I'm learning how to control it we a little bit. One, actually, oh, you find one? another one yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. All good. What up? We're back. Yeah, we're back on air. Jones oh, is hitting one. Go closer. <laughs> <board. laughs> yeah, that was hard. Body. <laughs> <laughs> See the face he was making. <laughs> Looking for a fix. Chilling. Back. We're back. Buds, you gonna smack one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Woo! Right. Dude, right? It's like, it was like three whiffs. You got a whiff and sniff, you know, and waft. Yeah, I like that. <coughs> if you crack oh, it and, like and like press it in, you can almost feel liquid you can, yeah, oh, sucking like through. Wet, yeah. All right, we're going to get this thing back on the rails Woo! after a beautiful BNN. You know what I might start off that with, though, good. Buds? We actually have a good we have a good guest question. Let me Let's find go. it real quick. Okay, this one's for Buds. We're going to keep you in the hot seat. Oh, I got a guest question? Here we go. Uh, this one's for Eastone. I want uh, I want to know your uh, favorite golf club. Uh, love the podcast. Thanks, guys. Hmm. Hmm. Favorite golf club. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, whatever's in the in the box that Chris gives me, they call it a box. <laughs> they call it a box. <laughs> He, let me tell you something. Whatever's in the bag. Whatever's in the bag. He's surgical with the driver. He's just ripping <laughs> bombs. I when got he, two hole in ones in my day. I mean, a lot of you guys can't say that. Probably. When he makes when he makes solid contact, it goes. But it's not often that I'm making solid contact. But when I do, all right, it might go. Do you Good actually stuff. have two hole in ones? I do. Really? Are you lying or is that for real? Dude, I'm not lying. Similar hole too. Somehow I so step step down. Oh yeah. Yeah. The step down. One in one in uh, Burlington, Vermont, and one in Vail, Colorado. Jeez. The best thing is when he texted totally. me, he's got two hole in down God. Two, yep. two hole in ones. He text he spelled it W H O L E in one. Just like hole. He <laughs> <laughs> got uh, the whole hole. That though. was autocorrect, dude. Siri. 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 The whole thing. We're bro. gonna keep it moving here. Let's get into some heater clips. Uh mm. first things first. Um we got the guy flying into the tree. I can't even remember what we got. Tanner Hall? Do you have that one? No. We we got, this is a good... Uh, I'm not sure what happened here. This guy just kind of uh, miscalculated. Oh, mm. dude, I've seen this. Full tree. That, that looks like that looks Mount like Is that, that like Batchy? I, I don't know this Hood, kid. Meadows or Batchy? Look how flat it is. That was perfect tree, though. If it's yeah, the kid it I'm thinking of that he's actually... Pretty fucking dope at boarding. Do you think He's that probably was trying intentional, that? like the Travis Parker clip and after bang? Or? The flip to tree. <laughs> homie was, a, just homie was trying to lace a clean front five right through those things. That's you know? what I'm thinking. A bachelor is hard to tell which way's going downhill and which way's uphill. Okay, come on. Buds. A little bit, dude. You can get confused out there. Borderline landed though. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of did. He should have done a tree direct. I yeah. mean, good stuff. That's a hundred percent butt check there, right but. There. All right, we're going to get into, uh, we're going to talk bottleneck. Sage just dropped an edit from, uh, I think it was like just past month in Utah. Kind of went dummy. We got six minutes of A grades to Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, the whole thing's a Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, it's That's a good song. Dope. We got Nils doing You fuck with that E-Stone? What? You, you liking the Smashing Pumpkins? I'm, I'm down with Smashing Pumpkins. I like that. I mean, some, some of the songs, you know? Yeah. What about you, boys? You feeling the Pumpkins? I don't know if I'm feeling the pumpkin. <laughs> oh. I'm feeling some of the tricks in this, though. There is a bunch of dope. Uh, Let's just dope roll edit. Can you we roll edit? We don't got edit. We just got asked. No, for sure. I think the video's sick. 
Yeah, this is Sage going first try, Cab 9, Buck Chulo on a little step down. Oh, uh, Bucky Chulo. Yeah, this is in uh, Up Grizzly, or Guardsman's, I think. Well, shout out to Guardsman, right? right above the cabins. Yeah, I think T Hall is. Oh, the cabins. Greasy. Yeah. Yeah, right Martin Campbell. Aspens. Yeah, he front seven to Martin Campbell. Yep, and then he serves up a nice little front siete. Woo! I was, was thinking, nice. like. Was that Lo- Logie? No, that's uh, that's right up Guardsman's. That is. There's a lot yeah. of snow. Yeah, I haven't watched. It's Bob been snowing that right the, above the lake, buds. It's been snowing. It's up been there. snowing no, that, this year, that, buds. That hit <laughs> right above the lake. That, <laughs> that hit looks a lot different with that much snow. You can go. Well, that's the cabin. That's by the cabins. It's not the one right above the lake. No, it's a different one. Yeah, it's not the MFM zone you're talking. Mm. I shouldn't mm. be. Le- the I'm one by the spots. cabins doesn't even normally have enough snow to do stuff. Yeah, like true. Them. It's normally a rocky chulo. If Sh- you will. Shout out Germ on that bottleneck shit. Yep. Big germs, the shit he gets it done. Mm-hmm. W- straight weapon out there. It's I've heard Back he's done that. lethal weapon. I've, I've heard lethal uh, weapon three. Didn't you quote saying he's your favorite photographer? I said he's he's one of the best to come out, but Ollie Ollie still okay. Good. You know what I mean, yeah, good point. But germs he's just on a major up and come coming. Up. Like yeah. he's he's dope. Yeah, he's dope. He comes Germ with is the sick. Yeah. yeah, Germ is mad he's, sick. He's sick. Uh, Not a, yeah, Ollie we, agreed. Germ is a, Germ is epic. Incredible human being and great editor, great filmer, great photographer. We got uh, T. Ricky dropped a little project called Accoutrement. Mm. I believe Accoutrement is like the garnishes on the side of a dish, right? Like relish. Does somebody shit. have the shifty at the yeah, beginning? Where's the front shifty at the beginning? Oh, we don't it's actually shot. close to this This we, one. This is all we got is him just riding through a tunnel. This video is so weak. Is that that same yeah, tunnel he's feel, been talking about? How are we feeling about, about it, Baden? Terrible. Not into it? No. I love Why? The, the heavy opinion. That's good. I mean, not even that heavy of an opinion. I'm just saying I didn't really like it. But What's an opinion? Yeah. That tunnel reminds me of a tunnel in Poland. Did he? Is this the one he talks no, about no. in a video and then he, he's like, wasn't able to do it or something? This is the one he's gone back to. I do you know anything mean, about this tunnel? Zero. I'm sure. Buds was there. I mean, that, that's a sick. Like, <laughs> you that just hold him to a higher sick. regard? Is that. Hmm? Dude, for sure you hold, sick as for sure you like, hold them to a high regard. You see him go ninety foot back, he just off some AK spine. It seemed like he was just doing dreamy AK. Dude, the walls are line. closing in. It's tight. Yeah, he's. Beast. If Buds was there, he would have had diarrhea. You're on the right side in that, of that tunnel. Tunnel. I would have stopped right there. Pooped right there. Right yeah. in the tunnel. Right on the wall. A little bit of shade. Mm-hmm. Cole Taylor might have think thought he died in there. <laughs> Got hit by a train. You know, hit by a snowmobile. <laughs> snowmobile. He thought it was coming uphill or something. <laughs> So pretty good on T. Ricky. Baden hates it, but all good. Move on. Honestly, honestly, yeah, move for T. Rick, yeah. Baden's just trying to. I mean, I'm not Ricky's even talking just trying to chill. Day. You're not. You're not. He's being. He's I'm being. Just true. saying, I'm not a fan of it, but whatever. Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't go nothing against anything. Yeah. Was he sandbagging some uh, some natty select lines in that too? Well, I think Ooh. some of the shit that from that really video happening? was like just during his runs. If mm. natty select, but. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Homie's like... He's not sandbagging anything. He's not sandbagging anything. If you go ride the face before the contest, before everybody else does, that's you're, that's sandbagging. That's, that's not I that. don't think All that's right, really sandbagging. He's probably done that at Jackson. He's probably done that at the other one. When he's it's like done your, your event. It's all good. Whatever. When it's your event and you ride Alaska that much, like he's probably ridden that yeah, shit it's a bunch. Shit. It's like you kind of have that privilege, you I guess. You kind of get that yeah, privilege. Mad respect, yeah. honestly. If yeah, he's and putting you gotta, on the whole event. There's a lot of faces in Alaska. Here's the deal. But you got to make sure a face can ride. you got to make sure it can kind of handle that kind of load and like someone does, don't you think? Yeah, no so hate for that. I don't even know if it matters because I feel like he's ridden so much of that Tordrillo terrain probably anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's just like kind of been up there a bunch. So. Well, let's be clear. Mad respect. Of course. But it's sandbagging. <laughs> 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 a little bit of sandbagging going on. A little bit of 
Yeah, it's fair. T Rick, big. Fan. Hey, if anyone's gonna sandbag, might as well be T Rick. Everyone, yeah, you can do it. Everyone. There yeah. comes a time where you kind of earn the right to yeah. throw a sandbag. But at the same the time, it's like don't put out that video, dude. Like we've seen Art of Flight. Like you don't need to put out the accoutrement video just to put something out. Like, <laughs> Akuna Matata. Ta- I yeah, mean, it's fine. Akuna Matata. Fucking win, win Ta- the natural table scraps and move on. though. Like it's good. Like to see a little B roll of table scraps. I guess it depends on how you put it out. Yeah, right? I kind of disagree. I'd rather. I don't know. Just, I mean, just depends on the person and how it's done. Yeah. Like I'd like like those skate edits recently. Like you'll watch the part and then you'll see just stuff like all the raw. And it's like twenty minutes. But this is the part. No, th- I I see that. I'm. I guess I'm. Yeah, it's a little apples to oranges in that comparison. But I don't know. I kind of like seeing everything around it. Whatever. Yeah, of my like of my favorite it. people. I For wouldn't sure. mind seeing their like B grade stuff just to see. Totally. And often, or like sometimes, it happens to be things that you like. Or yeah. You know, I think that's. But I ain't trying to watch B grade of someone that's. I'm not a huge fan of. So I also get that. Beauty. Well, we, we got uh, a couple other clips to talk about. We got uh, Over Yonder. These guys, uh, B. Davis has been working hard and Finder. Uh, it's kind of an underrated web series as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I, I watched this. I wasn't like not sure what to expect. Dude, and I was like, this shit is heat to put it out mid-season. I like seeing Sage mm-hmm. and and Finder and these guys like filming in-season, turning it around, dropping A-grades, putting it out live real time sexton tried to that sick by that the way thing, I think. dude brandon davis is he ran that on knobs on. that was knobbed when he ran the 50 mm-hmm. he's been putting it on and he's fucking <laughs> hustling and it's sick i love watching brandon ride i think it's I badass too yeah it's like that was a good i'm backing that those if edits. you're doing it mm-hmm. and you and you got the footage to put out the edit i think it's cool do it and homie brandon is so damn good it's mm-hmm. so sick to watch him do his own shit it's like that really feature sick. is a good find yep definitely keep your eye out for uh for uh shit. over yonder over yonder it comes out every, they have like an episode every few weeks i feel like or once a month but every time they put something too. out it's good and and uh i love seeing the in-season content not just the flood of fall like 40 snowboard yeah, videos yeah. where you're like a, mm-hmm. your eyes are bleeding from like trying to take everything in yeah i like that too yeah. shout out finder on that shit yeah. too he's epic yeah, yeah. shout out Finder's been killing on the edit. Um, so that's yeah, pretty really much. What, what else we got for heater clips? Any other dumb shit? I don't think I sent you anything. Okay. Um, all right. We're gonna we got a Seattle slew of voicemails, so we're gonna try to rip through these things. Let me see what we got here. Uh, blazing and chilling. We talked about. Here we go. Coaches. <laughs> hey guys, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about coaches in competitive snowboarding and uh, what kind of influence they're having on the sport. Is it good? Is it bad? What do you think? Cool. I, Thanks. I mean, that fully comes down to what type of coach you are. You could be a super sick ass coach where you could be whack as fuck. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you've probably had some super dope coaches and then you've had some coaches that suck. It's like completely up to that dude, kind of. Yeah, I think, uh, at least in my experience, I've had really nice coaches who are more talking about your life in general, really than just the snowboarding and then uh i don't know in a weird way i've seen coaches from i don't mean this in a bad way but like other countries who are actually making like people are crying on the mountain Mm. because of they're just like you're not going hard enough or something like that and it's just 
I've only had good experiences with coaches for the most part, and I don't think there's any harm in, like, somebody helping you reach your highest goals. But uh, once that flip is switched to the downward motion, it's just, like, oh, it's probably hurting the person and the sport at that point. Maybe. I don't really know, though. But It's harsh. It's a hard one because I, f- I as well, feel like I always had dope coaches. I had, like, Dave Reynolds and Spencer Tamlin and mm. fucking James and Ricky Bauer, Tommy Shasheen, like, dope people coaching, like... <laughs> Never had, never had that whack of a coach. I feel like. Yeah. You know who's yeah. a dope ass coach? Bill Enos. Bill Enos is the coach. Really. Yeah. You kidding me? There's nobody better. No one better. Of just like somebody, I feel like that's a good coach. You know, somebody that's good to be around. Somebody that gets you excited to go snowboard. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of coaches out there that they don't want to go snowboarding because they're coach. Like. They don't want to go out to the mountain because their coach is going to tell them to do the 1080 or whatever it is. And I think that's kind of the issue. It's like a coach should make you want to go snowboard. He should make he or she should make you want to like reach the highest goals of whatever you're looking for in life and not just the I like, 1080 or whatever the fuck it is. I always liked having coaches I knew that did rip back in the day. Yeah. Like It's uh, an it's like an announcer like in that yeah. In extent, that same it's just like, extent. You'd like to have a coach that has maybe done the trick or tried the trick. Yeah. Or something I, similar. I straight up had a Sean Palmer video game on the PlayStation 2, and Tommy Shishin was my favorite rider because he had a green coat. And then I like grew up and was riding half-pipe, and he was my coach. And that shit was the dopest shit to me. Yeah, it's like, badass. It was so sick. Mm. But then, I don't know, you do... I I I think I was lucky. I don't know. I think yeah, I was, I was lucky too. with just having cool people around all yeah. the time. I had a good friend that was now actually owns a snowboard shop in Massachusetts named Luke Kessler. And him and I would like go and stay with each other for a couple of days. And he was actually like the best person to be around more than just a snowboard coach. It was just like, and actually I remember doing a backside 540 and be like, how do you do it? And he did a backside five right in front of me all dope. And I was like, all right, cool. And you, like, at least have something to be like, all right, well, at least I have respect for this person on a snowboard level rather than, like, I'm just respecting them because I was told to mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I think there's more to it than just being tricks. Like you said, it's like mentoring a little human yeah. and being a good person. Like, that's like going back to Bill Enos. He's like, when I go see him, he'd be coaching the Waterville kids and he'd be like teaching him how to, he'd be like driving a dozer or like teaching him how to drive a car and be like, yeah. Gary's driving a car for the first time. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you he's can seeing things on the left side that are <laughs> distracting him, but it's really the things on the right that he needs to focus on. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, wait a second. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm realizing what you're talking about. It's focus on this one turn or this like popping off the jump or something compared to uh, just like, bending your knees and tucking or something like that. I don't know. But the thing is with that homie is he's also like, you get to the top of the run, you're like, I fucking love Bill. I want to go talk to him. Right. Like, he's just one of those guys you like want to go hang out with and be right. around. So I've, I think that shit helps. I've also mm-hmm. heard, too, in regards to coaching, a great coach will just tell you one bit of advice. Like, wait to grab. Mm-hmm. 
or just, you know. Rather than flood your ear. Yeah, with then just like, like a bad coach might be like, well, you're coming in on the right. You need to be on the left. You need to keep your back straight. You got to do this. It's just like a great info. coach will just give you one bit of advice. I yep. just thought that was good. All right. Uh, we got a couple other guest questions. Uh, here we go. What's up, Bommel boys? This is Cody here. Uh, with Forum coming back in the picture, I was wondering what would be another snowboard brand that you guys would like to see come back? Mm. Uh, mine personally would be Gnarly. So, mm, uh, yeah, have smart a good show, guys. Thanks. Bye. Gnarly. Grenade. Grenade. That was, yeah, Grenade. Gnarly's a good one, too. Grenade. Dub. Dub or Alpha. Eight pound would be sick. Alpha numeric. Mm hmm. Dub would be dope, though. Dub's my number one pick. Yeah. Uh, what about M3? Yeah, had a lot of friends there. It was, but it was just, nah. I mean, fine. It's fine. I don't know. I don't like. I'm down for brands to come back, and I think that's sick. But I don't. I think there is a uh, the better thing is brands starting up from the people who are riding and being part of the shit now. Sure. I think is like really. Something that's lacking in the area, and I've got nowhere to talk because I haven't done anything about that either. But I think that is a very necessary part of the game is like somebody who's passionate about it, about the like sport and what's happening, and then passionate about um, kind of the industry at that point, and passionate about like things selling and things being in shops, and, like mm -hmm. snowboarding being a relevant thing around. Rather than just caring about the snowboarding at that point, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I mean, I'll go and just take the opportunity to plug for him and just say it's like it's fun bringing that back because it's not a repop; it's like a redo, you know. And to come back and get a like start to build a team from scratch that's young and tell this story of the new forum, like you're saying, and. What Sims is doing now, they started with some relaunch, but they now that you have a young team, you have a new team, it's not a play on, you know, Sims has moved moved on from just that retro comeback. Like, here's our repop of all these graphics. And I think they saved themselves good, where some of the other mm -hmm. brands, I think, are going to be up against that if you just do the repop. Trying to do what's already Trying to do done. what you did in the 90s or whatever whenever your brand was dope like <laughs> because we all liked it back then or yeah but like, like did you because like half the people everyone i want back in forum now yeah. is of course like our old like cult following but what i'd really like it to do is introduce it to all the snowboarders now that don't even know what it is yeah i mean they might recognize the logo or something but like to learn that the brand is supporting them and that yeah. they're the people that they look up to is riding that, you know. That's, I like, to your point, I think that's the best way to kind of pop something off. We got another uh, voicemail from about Forum. Here we go. What's up, Bombhole? This is Matt here. Uh, in the words of Craig McMorris, uh, first-time uh, listener, long-time caller, uh, this question is for Jeremy Jones. Jeremy First off, man, huge fan. Uh, love all your foreign movies. Uh, been a fan for a very long time. Uh, keeping with the uh, forum topic, I'm just curious how things are going at forum, uh, the new forum, uh, what you guys have planned for the future, different board shapes, different board styles. Uh, once again, huge fan, man. Just 
looking to see what the future of forum holds. Yeah, I mean, thanks for that question and the interest, but right back to what we were just discussing, like that's that's the future of forum with the team is turn in terms of the boards and the growth of the product and the brand, like we're just going to keep moving. I mean, we're we're at like startup mode, so that's how we're growing it. It'll be slow and but teams like team and product are are the thing. That's what we need to build. Good product to support a team and a good team to sell the product. You guys are in like an epic zone though because it's like you and Mac Dog and Peter and JP just bunch of fucking like heavy hitting OGs and then the, so you know it's good and you know it's cool and it just seems like well and we I think we've learned how to kind of pull ourselves back from it too and say we're we're just going to support this thing it's I mean we'll be there when we need to be but like we're not trying to sell this thing we're trying to grow it and have the kids sell it you know ultimately but mm-hmm. we got to start somewhere so you come up with board line drop some boards start telling the story we couldn't afford a team but we'll get there and Mm -hmm. that'll be sick i mean that's what i want i want a team i want to make videos i want i want the team to be like a family you know yeah Yeah. i see denver or repping that shit it's epic denver's the d yeah he's been repping it and killing it for us it's been really good Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. big fan good stee super super good f looks good on him beauty Mm -hmm. we got a question for gabe ferg here we go Uh oh questions for gabe ferguson uh, how's it going? Who, who are your favorite boarders right now, and who did you look up to growing up? Excited to watch this one. Big fan. Peace. Guy kind of sounded hella Canadian. <laughs> respect. Yeah. Um, what was it? Favorite you know bo- you got Canadian respect. Though. Favorite boarders right now? Yeah. Dude, it's really hard. My favorite boarders always kind of like vary. I'm always more into like smooth style. I'd say... Uh, Vole is kind of a G. I always look up to him. I like his shit. Um, Curtis Cizik's my dog. He's the shit. I like what the way he boards and how he lives his life. Boss. Um, boss, 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 boss. I don't boss, know. Boss. It's way too hard. What I about, like that you love the way he lives his life, too. Mm-hmm. What about oh, Master yeah. Baden? What about Master yeah. Baden? Well, yeah, Nick's... He's I. Yeah, what about I-Man? I-Man... He's been spiraling for a long time. <laughs> like 10 years, maybe. Kidding. 10 years. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. No, love. There's too many dope people. I'm going to say Alec Ostrang. Love Alec Ostrang. Damn, and I've always loved his uh, boarding. And snowboarding with him when I got the chance when I was young on Burton and he was still on. The Kind of like changed shit for me. He was a big influence on me and Ben, I think. And he's the shit. That's a good answer. Nick, who you got? Uh, I'll just piggyback on Gabe. Like, Alex shit, actually, for both Whatever of us. Whatever he said, I'm down. <laughs> no, but not even to... I mean, I guess, yeah, but... We were young, and he was the dope homie yeah. that we got to kick with. Kick it with. And we were younger, shit. and he actually, like, was more fun to be around than fucking anybody else. Anyone. And then he would ride better than anybody else. And then he would, like, go kick the soccer ball around with us, like... He almost was beat me up more than Ben. He's like a funny older brother. Like yeah. he's the shit. Like he was so sick. Yeah, I remember Great getting insane. high and eating kale chips within a while. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just everything about him. He had his red hair, and then he would. Uh, I don't know. He'd shave his beard. He was just fun all the time. All right, we got another voicemail. Here we go. 
Howdy, Bombhole crew. This is Cole Fowler here, long-time listener, first-time caller out here at work. Just wondering, got a little question here. You for style points or pure progression? Is this you Stone talking about before the, the show? Helicopter or Slow pure speed? question. You had to choose one. What would you choose? The helicopter, Pretty, y'all. Pure style. Pure style progression. You guys gotta stop fucking talking when they're asking yeah, the question. You can't hear the goddamn question. I was having too much fun. You sounded like Eastone. <laughs> He's like, was that? That guy. He like, sounded like me. Kind of. Like he sounded like from. He said, "Do you like the helicopter? Do you like the helicopter? <laughs> Is he talking about the meat helicopter? It's like Dale Rayburg and the... the Hungry and the Homeless when they're trimming oh, up the yeah. log. They're trimming up the log. That's a great, <laughs> yeah. Great style for me all day. I mean, that's easy. Over progression. I mean. For sure, for absolutely, you always, yeah. You always want to see style. progression, but like style's classic. Style's yeah, king. Yeah, I mean, king. come on. Everybody progression these days is out the window. All these kids are, <laughs> all these people are insane. Well, the moves are so Everyone's wild; progressed. it's gonna be hard to have some for style. Sure. Everyone's straight up progressed. And style is too, like every day, you know. Fucking yeah, style keeps getting. People better. are doing their own thing, and that it excites you to some extent, and excites you to some extent. It's everybody. The thing about style, it never goes out of style. You know it's I mean? true, and it, it keeps expanding. Like the, you know, the, I guess opportunities for style. In the early days, it was like you did things kind of a certain way, and then nowadays it's like, it's except. I mean, dude, I saw a Tindy in the X Games that scored really good mm-hmm. from the women's too. big air, and it was full Tindy, and like, it just kind of works. They Lots of leg grabs happen. Wrong, wrong grab. Yeah, and and you can call these things out and and you know to to Richard's point like there should be some gatekeepers a little bit to that extent sure. a little, but at the same time like dude, I don't know. I don't know. I think you can get away with a lot as long as you're doing it good. The only spot yeah. that happened this year in X Games was Marcus Cleveland's triple todio. To me, they like thought that was like styly and different. That but in per- any other case, oh. and progressive. See, I'd say that's progressive. Other than that, yeah, I'd, I'd say, say that's that progressive. I would like, say that, dude, they're spending way more much on, like, way too much on the other shit. Like, it's way crazy. Way more much? Way, way more, more much. much. Way more much. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd you're say saying that's a, you're like, saying a, you're saying a, kind of a, a 180 progresses you know? more, like, a 180's progression. Adding a 180 to a spin is more, pro- more. more progression than... Yeah, well, like usually that is way more awarded from the. That's what's right. usually more awarded. It's like you could do a sixteen, but if the homie goes eighteen, he's gonna win. Or if it, like vice versa, if you right. everyone's doing fourteens, the homie does the sixteen, that guy's gonna win. So. Yeah, but you should still do the sixteen good if you just wild yeah, out a sixteen. Out. You should do a three sixty no, or sure. something. Yeah, but and doesn't just, like yeah. not go to the contest, probably. Yeah, going back to video parts, that was a totally different argument too. Because I think about my favorite video parts. I think like MFM. If you watch a Mark Frank Montoya part from 2007 and he does like a cab five no or cab nine no grab or he just does a shifty off a huge cliff like that video part. If you're to take that and put it in today's top movie, I'm going to like that part just as much as people going buck chulo on everything. That's yeah. absolutely. Facts. That's yeah. still sure. hidden. MFM's yeah. a straight anomaly. Though. Hey, you want to open the door? Set? Straight up. It's hot as fuck. It's hot. Those big ollies, too, that he'd do, just no grab, just whoosh, floating for 100 sure. feet or whatever. He's an anomaly. 
He's an anomaly, but at the same time, there's like more. There is a few people that you kind of look at in a similar regard. Like he, he definitely is an anomaly, but like there's other people that you think of in a similar way of just like who you got. Yeah, like Vole. You know, you said Vole is your favorite rider. Like he hasn't done much over a 900 probably but has always fucking had the fattest slashes and he's been riding an asthma no, and, and he's been steak. like but having dope steak mfm's anomaly on just like fat ollie type vibe yeah not grabbing board vibe just yeah i guess jacket open. Yeah. Jacket but that's like good. personal style like in a way you could that's similar to like danny cass in a way of just like doing similar tricks in a way but just Better with more swag. Mm-hmm. Good point. And just being like way more swag at everything. That's why he's Danny Cass. Like Not that's why name. Mark oh, Frank yeah, Montoya yeah. is like somebody who we still watch. That's mm-hmm. why. Like. That's why I think Vole is so like. Right. Wo- or like yeah, Vole. He so does. Like, he like sprays down. fatter snow than fucking anybody else. Yeah, Doesn't like right. binding sometimes. We're gonna fire <laughs> up another voicemail. Here we go. What's up, Bombhole Boys? This is Cody here. Oh. Uh, Already asked that one, right? Later, Cody. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. We did have a Cody. back in the picture. Yeah, we asked that one. I was one. wondering. Okay, sorry. All right. Oh, this is, we got a Florida one for Buds. I don't know what this one is. I don't think nice. I listened to it. What's going on, Bombhole? This is Matt McMahon calling from up in Oregon. I'm hoping I'm not spoiling a BNN story here. Mm. Uh, I recently saw some footage of Florida Man activities taking place on a Park City chairlift. Uh, I don't know the context, but I'd love to get a BNN breakdown and his overall thoughts on throwing haymakers on the chairlift. Seems like a vibe killer to me. Where's the Did video you guys see that about this? I haven't see seen it. Footy. That sounds sick. That sounds awesome. Huh? I mean, haymakers? Though? That's, that's wild. That's... That is wild. Do we have footage What exactly is a haymaker again? A big punch. That's going to take punch. you down. Yeah, a big old yeah, swing. You hardly even have room on a lift. But, uh, yeah, that's. I bet it, it happens, right? I haven't seen it happen in a while. Does Florida have any ski resorts? Or? No it was in Park resorts, City, right? They, Weren't they saying it was in Park City? Yeah, they yeah, said, said it, it happened in Park, in Park City. City, Florida man. He said <laughs> antics, so it could have been anybody. I mean, last time I saw that happen, it was Marco, probably. He used to light Swing people it? up. He, he threw haymaker to... on the... He, Marco's was probably calculated, less yeah. of a haymaker. It's probably pretty on point. On the lift, or was this on uh, maybe really the, the lift, lift line? More on the side of the yeah. side hit. Mm. Side hit euphoria. Yeah. MFM. That was kind of his... Sort of side hit euphoria was, was more his. of a right hook. Yeah, <laughs> we should find that footy though and check that at some point. That would be cool. Yeah, that's a good look. I saw like a Weinberger fight recently on the internet too. Uh, what? Max Weinberger and I think Scott oh, really? Arnold fight that I saw surface. Mm. All right, we're gonna keep it going. We still got a bunch of questions. So we're gonna keep it tight. Uh, here we go. Hey, what up, I'm old. It's uh, Hunter here, calling from Linden, Washington. Just wondering what board and binding setup you guys are running at the moment. Uh, I've been running. The Black's over to death and uh, Alice's this year at Baker. It's been sick. Yeah, just wondering. So, yep. What are Atlas? They're union. union. That's That's the unions. Unions. All right, let's go around the horn. What's everybody's setup? We're Eastone. Start us off. I got some union force bindings on a spring break uh, mini tree hunter, and it is an insane powder. It's not. This is not the tree hunter over here. This is a powder pill. But uh, it is just a dope board in general. Kind of uh, created for the snow. 
that we have right now. Actually, it's good in all conditions. I'm not going to lie. Bud's got about 60 days on that this year so far. So maybe 70? Maybe 74. You've got 74 <laughs> days, huh? Record setting. Jones, what do you got? What Trend are you rocking? <laughs> I'm running right a now a forum. Wow. Yeah. Production two and one. The two, it's a, one's a twin, one's a directional twin. You're running so. them both at once, like skis? No, two binding setup, too. So one's an old school, like forum trays, aluminum trays, and then strata, union strata straps and bindings. So some kind of Frankenstein ones. And then the other setup, that's kind of on the jib setup. And then the. Uh, all mountain setups more bouncing back and forth from union teams, I think, and then some now pros. Now pro. I don't know what pro ones or something. Oh, you're like running that. two different types? Three different types of bindings. bindings. Yeah. Woo. Beautiful. Nick? I've got a Sims ATV snowboard under my feet for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> As funny as that sounds yeah, to you guys. It, it sounds funny. And uh, Union Force bindings. Force. Yeah, I think. <coughs> I, I fuck with the Union Force bindings. Just yeah, basic good. binding. Gets the job done. Every screw works. Every screw works. Ratchets are nice. Yeah, ratchets are nice. Haven't I like those really K- had issues K2 at all. Bindings, right? You need yeah. those screws to work, brother. If the screws don't work, we got problems. K2 bindings, formulas, they're fire. Size medium. Perfect. What are you Rod- rocking? Algorithm? What are we talking? I'm rocking my uh, Parker Zumowski K2 broadcast. Yeah, it's mm. smart. Yeah. Smart. Almost as smart as a uh, Sims. Yeah, Camber. Camber, a little setback, a little rocker in the nose, maybe in the tail, too. Not sure. It's a hybrid. Nice. It's, a hybrid. it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Uh, I've been running the Capita Navigator 162. It's soft as hell. Big boy board. 162. It's, it's a 160. Uh, I'm on this new thing. It's like my powder board, my kind of all mountain. I don't ride it, ride it in the park, but... Soft 162 uh, Capita uh, Navigator, and then I got the OG Union Force Classics, the white ones, medium. Sick. Your butter. But Cannot I, go wrong. Can't go wrong. Good can't setup. Go wrong. I've actually I've been testing a lot of boards, but that's the one that I've been like. Whew. In yeah. the past, you weren't really Bunch hitting on those bigger boards, here. right? It's, well, I would. I used to ride a one like a 159, 161 mm. stiff camber dog for cheese wedges. And it's great for like fast, stable. But now that I'm like old, old guy, like wiggling and just jumping off little that softboards little and the junior bacon too. cheeseburger cliffs, I'm like, this thing's money all day. Mm. Junior bacon cliffs, and you just land because it's directional and sit back. Okay, uh, question. Buds came up with this about the quiver. Mm, quiv. Are you guys mm. a one board, one trick pony, one board for everything, or are you guys quiver guys? I'll play Definitely. around with a couple boards. Yeah. Well, imagine I, this, guys. You wake up guy. in the morning. There's a big storm. You're Brian Fox. You walk downstairs, and there's seven boards. If I wake up and I'm Brian Fox, up. I'm staying on the couch because I'm going to Baja next week with some <laughs> sunbump sunscreen. <laughs> More, we're, we're and I'm fucking chilling. I'm just wondering, how do you choose between all seven of those boards in the quiver or however many there are? I don't pick any in that quiver because none of them are even well, rideable. Let's just say quiver. you had a quiver of that... Amount of boards. I what would you touch do? Touch that quiver. <laughs> not a chance. Well, I would touch rideable. anything. I need, in that. I need a freestyle whip. You know? Straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are one board ponies. Pretty much. I mean, just you can. They ride in powder, dude. Everything boards are good now. Like, mm-hmm. just design a good board that can do your tricks and ride powder. Yeah. Like it actually is doable these days. Super. Well, it's got to be hard on the wallet to try to bring home a quiver. 
No, I think it's pretty like if you you could get a one fifty in between a one fifty six or like for a male snowboarder for the most part like in between a one fifty six and a one fifty or one sixty and like. If you're on a good snowboard for yourself, you should be able to ride that thing no in most what. conditions. If it's like a camber snowboard that's not super stiff, super not stiff. Set I don't it know. back a little. Yeah, you're set good. it back mm. and then set it forward, and then you can like play with your bind. You can, yeah, your angles. I think your your angles have a lot to do with turning in powder too. Like mm-hmm. if you put, if you give your back foot and front foot some angle, you have. Better luck on a heel side turn in powder than you going I think posi? better float too. Explain, I go posi explain on the that back clearly foot. for the listeners. Um, you could ride like a the same board and switch up your stance to more of a a forward angle with your front foot and back foot. So your shoulders are more open facing down the hill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Positive. Um, positive. In the deeper snow, with a li- maybe set it back so you have a little bit more nose. During the powder, and then you push it forward it back, a little right? bit, and then give your back foot a little bit more angle, give your front foot a little less angle, and you're ready to ride the train park if you're on a uh, proper snowboard, mm-hmm. for the most part. I'm backing that. Wise That's words. good advice. I mean, if you want to do a good turn, look at the hard booters when they're doing gates and stuff. They're like, it's almost Fuzzy like they're problem. skiers, like facing yeah. down the hill, and you can just, when your shoulders are open, your heel side's going to link up better. And yeah. you're putting your knees into the turn. Or you get a one angling six angling your high backs never ride is interesting to try too. Yeah, yeah. I always run my high that. high backs flat with the yeah. with the edge. A lot I of hit, people uh, don't do that, and it really does make a difference. I hit forward lean, especially back mm. foot, and then it bends that back knee a little more. Back foot only forward lean. One notch on front, two on the back, so you're just oh. like a little bit oh, wow. more on the back. It's when you were a pipe jock, what were you running? Same shit. Really, you weren't like. Four clicks or something. You were nah, back foot. So because you're basically riding on your back foot mainly. Yeah. So you want that shit to be solid. I think that's sick. Yeah, you two, I never tried two never different. Never landed there. That's sick. Because your buddy. front foot can be more straight. You're yeah. riding more back foot. You want that thing bent a little more. Mm-hmm. These are some good. I'm learning some stuff. Yeah, that's good. Lots I think every man. the bodies are so different too. You got to find out what is right for you and what your knees can handle. The body's also for sure. a temple sure. too. The body's it's a temple. True. But I don't know. Some when I go posy, my back knee. All of a sudden, feels weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got one last guest question. There's more, but I don't think we're gonna be able to get to all of them. Let's see how this one goes. Bombhole, um, long time, first time calling in. My name's Nate This question's mainly for Jeremy and maybe Chris. You can chime in too. Uh, I'm a little older, thirty six. That's to be 37. Still love trying to push myself and try and progress, even though I don't do it for a career. But I'm just curious with you guys if there are a certain uh, selection of tricks that you've just come to the realization that you're not going to be doing anymore or doing as well and how you kind of battle that in your minds and with your bodies and trying to get everything to line up uh so yeah just curious on your thoughts about getting older and still trying to get at it uh love the show you guys are rad keep it up Mm. good question yeah how long do we got did you say try to keep it tight (laughs) keep it tight um 
Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's hard. There's a lot of layers, I think, to that. Chris, you want to start? Do you have a good I mean, quick answer? When I, my quick answer that comes to mind is I feel like that has a lot to do with expectation. Like, so, you know, for myself currently, we spend a lot of time in this office. So if I'm in the office four days a week and I'm snowboarding or five days a week and I'm snowboarding two days a week or three days a week, I just don't expect that much out of myself. So when I don't expect a lot out of myself, then when I go snowboarding, I have fun. It's all a win. It's all a win. So like the other day, I went up to link up with the Brown Cinema crew, who's whacking Smart. Some, some smelling salts. And I was like... It's actually a great call for you to do to get footage. We're exactly. on like six. And, and six so salt. we linked up. And uh, basically, I, I didn't plan on getting a single clip. I was like, I'm just going to... I'm just gonna ride and do some pow turns. Next thing I know, I'm flying off like a little step down, and I got I landed a couple things, and I was happy as a clam. So I didn't. I think like the the battling, it's a battle to me more about expectation and reality, and just um, as you get older, lowering the expectation. So when you do do something, you're excited. That that's how I look at it. Because if I go out and I'm like I'm gonna do the same thing when I was 21, I'm gonna be surely disappointed when I go home. So that's kind of how I look at it. Have you lost yeah. any tricks? They're like not like gnarly tricks that you only do once a year when you're filming, but like any fundamental tricks. The grabs seem to be the board seems further the away. Further than away usually. every that's, year. That's what I was kind of getting at. It's still there. Just gotta like it might take me two tries to grab good instead of a one. little stretch for an hour and yeah. then you got it and can tweak it. But it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, man, I don't know how to be simple about this one. Let's like, hear it. I mean, really, it it you're right. It's perspective and it's just sort of finding your way to back out. I I don't know how to really do it. I'm kind of learning slowly, but I have, I mean, I know I'm not going to do what I used to do. I think I know that, but I have expectations in my head of a feeling. And so even if that's like a board slide, I'm like, I got to go find that feeling. And that feeling might be as hard to get as some double cork that I'll never do again. You know what I mean? And so I get frustrated sometimes because I'm like, man, I should just try the double cork. Like, if I'm going to go through this beat down for this feeling. So I just kind of keep just trying probably harder than I should, you know, at my age. But then also there's like, it also comes together. And then you're like, oh, you can actually do this, you know. I don't know. I mean, I've been hurt for six years, so I haven't been able to turn on a lot. But I think next year... I'm like excited to turn some stuff on. I think I'll be doing some stuff that I used to do and then even some new things because I have in like my coming back, I came up with like started practicing tricks that I never practiced while I was in filming because I just wanted to land. So now all of a sudden I can do like basics, but they're the basics I never had. So I feel like I've learned a whole bunch of new tricks and progressed a lot when I haven't even touched one of my old tricks that makes sense yeah that makes mm-hmm. a ton of sense yeah good topic i think too the another thing thinking about as you get older like for me i've noticed my the tricks are all in there like mm. whenever i try stuff it usually works mm. it's just like getting you, head right you got to snowboard a lot to feel confident that's the issue if you don't snowboard a lot you're not confident oh boy. yeah i think it's mad inspirational to see like uh you just the love for it you guys still have you mikey like getting to chill with Mikey a little bit, mm. even getting to chill with Shane a little bit. It's been filming it forever. Right. Yeah, the stuff. love that Shane's that homie has being out there—he's more hyped than any of us out there still to this day. Like, 
and never and not shit, been hyped yeah, at all. That shit straight. is like big inspiration. Because like I, think, I hope that I'm that age, this hype still. Like you know, that goes to that coaching. For. Like that to me right there is a good coach. Like mm-hmm. exactly. that dude's a good coach. He's positive. He's yeah. out there like. Every like day. getting the energy going, he's out there every day. He's seen the best snowboarding that you can, dude. Yeah. Exactly, he's seen everything. He's He'll seen like it. hit us yeah. with some he's shit. So he's like, positive. that was insane. And you're like, you think that was insane? You've seen everything, yeah. <laughs> like. What? But he would be like, yo, just tuck your shoulder real quick because I seen someone do this like that, and they just did this and exactly. it worked. And you're like, all right, yeah. seems right. Mm-hmm. And then you do it, you know. Yeah. And I think that's such a really. He was a. He still is, but an epic snowboarder. Like, mm-hmm. dude's legit. But all it. I've been saying is just like big inspo, seeing people that are like older, who've been in it, and just still so fucking hyped on. He's got a hip replacement, dude. That's epic. so sick. I think that's mad respect for like uh, also doing tricks because I have experienced a similar thing when you were younger of not being able to do some tricks and just being like, well, f- f- fuck that thing. I'll just move on to this like other trick because I can't really do that one, and I should be able to do this one, and I like would rather land something than fall a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's mad respect of just like, I'm going to try out this trick that I, you probably haven't done things like that maybe in 20 years or something. For sure like, not. Just like, you just let, leave I'll things just off try the this, list. try yeah. this out. And like, I don't know for like a switch backside spin, for instance, for me is like super hard and doing something like that, I would find s- a bunch of joy and even if it's like a 360 yeah. compared to a backside 1080 that's like easier yeah so i think that would be like good advice to you know as you're growing older just rewire your trick set like don't chase the ones you used to do chase the ones that you never did because at that yeah. point you can start at the basics or like to that point switch like try your trick switch you get to start from zero there you know you can always learn good advice yeah. Good advice. All right, we've been definitely uh, going for a minute here. We're over two hours. Uh, a couple things before we wrap up. Uh, we're going to be going to Red Bull Heavy Metal in Detroit at Hart Plaza this weekend, uh, 2-11-23. It's got a really cool zone, um, but it got a bunch of concrete. They got creeper rails, gap rails, big old wall that Bud's shot a cover, Scott Blum, front inverting. I can't wait to Ooh, see how they, they how they pull that together, you know, the speed. You're going to have to have photo. scaffolding, I think. It's going to be incredible. When Blum mm-hmm. hit it, though, he had, like, his uh, run-up was, like, two feet wide, you know? Winching. These guys are going to have a whole... It's going to be a lot easier, probably. There's you know, nobody better There's going to be Scott 60 Blum. winches set up, one for every competitor. No, ma- no matter who <laughs> 20 hand plants that thing, no one did it like Scott. Nobody's no. going to hand plant that thing, guaranteed. And if they did, it'll be a, you know, snow built up 10 feet higher. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. He is literally, like, four that. feet up with... Like two board widths and yeah, that was boss. Nobody, nobody would have done that. Hmm? You're a judge, right? I was. I actually just pulled out today. Oh, you did? Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah he gave his yeah. butt to Gabe. Yeah. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> some health stuff, I'll so I'm gonna it. stay around. Gabe, so super excited of the opportunity. He's gonna fuck some people up. You mm-hmm. know what I actually want to be now these days? I want to be a dropper at a contest. All right, buddy. Three, two, one. Course is yours. 
Love it. That dude gets mad play on, yeah. on oh, SLS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dude, he's the one who should have the logos. Homeboy's the operation. Yeah. But, like, yeah. that's the dude for sure. Course is yours. Well, Shark Plaza is going to be yours. fun, though, man. Yeah, for Buds, it's going to be more like Shark Plaza. I think, Shark right Plaza. <laughs> so I think uh, Buds and I are announcing it. So yes, yes. Uh, apologize in advance for the just beating a dead horse of bad recycled jokes mm-hmm. and uh, butchering names, really. I'm hoping Eminem shows up. Cameo. Oh, yeah. Detroit. The streets are his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Gordy. I, I hope Kyle Mack shows up. I don't know who's on the start list. I think uh, we got <laughs> Benny Milam in there. Oh, yeah. Grace. Grace is a favorite. Zeb's going to be there. Zebulon. It'll be fun. So uh, All the usual suspects. Usual it's sus. probably a live stream or something. I don't know all the intel on it. Um, it's going to be good times. But I think that's pretty much the show. Last things, uh, we got Bombhole Cup April 1st and 2nd at Brighton. Uh, first days of Bank Slalom. We're going to have double the competitors, two courses. Uh, and then day two is the park showdown again. It's a really fun event. It's for all ability levels to come out and enjoy. Have a good time with the snowboard community here. And uh, lastly, boys, any last thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Gabe, Nick? Scott Blum's the best ever. Okay. Brown Cinema? Blum's, Brown Blum's Cinema. coming to hang this weekend too, huh? Just to see what peeps do. FTW? You know, he's rocking. Think so. Fuck the world. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, are you calling it right now? Brown Cinema Video of the Year? Ooh. Hell no. <laughs> uh, if any Good of the, the judging criteria their mind on correctly, it's going to be Brown Cinema won. most hated video for the next 10 years, hopefully. Nah. Mm. Yeah, I like I that. So. On year 11, it just becomes a sleeper hit. Everyone's yeah, dis- exactly. <laughs> Everybody's disgusted by it until yeah. year 11. Year 11, it's like, damn, yeah. we, what, what happened? How did we miss this? Yeah. Then Dope. some enlightened one. Comes in and tells everyone why it's dope. This is the best. It's a cult classic, man. Jones, Um, how's the chassis when you're back on the board? Chassis's good. Uh, X ray was clean today, everything's looking straight. I think I mentioned that earlier. So, another month, make sure the bone's solid, and then I'll probably start strapping in again. So, it's about where we're at. But, spring push, spring push. Got a rail jam I've been working up during NBA All Star weekend on the 17th, 18th. So, that's going to go off. We got a good list there. and Got some heads rolling through here? town. That's a local. That's a uh, jazz hired me to do that. So that'll be the gateway across the street from Delta Center. Cause Delta Center got that All Star game. Yeah. So it's like a four day weekend. It should go off. That sounds awesome. Said. Money. All right. Well, I want to say, uh, Seth, thanks for killing it, producing. Yes, Seth. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, thanks for everybody that tuned in and uh, listen to us dipshits ramble for a few hours. We appreciate thanks. you guys. And uh, over and out Respect. from the bomb hole. Peace. You are listening.